0: Chinese proverb says, uh, if you want revenge, dig two graves. Something I completely came up with right now. Welcome to another exciting episode of Sex and Violence. My name is Gabriel Mara and Ryan Snyder. Snyder? Sure. Snyder.
1: I'm
2: not Cawdor.
0: It was a little, it was a little mixed between the two. Uh, brought to you by Top Down Radio. Uh, yes, we have a movie to talk about, but first I gotta Introduce my co-host, a.k.a. co-guest, whatever, which I'm feeling like super fucking weird because I literally probably ate like hardly anything at all today, Mm -hmm. and I have a nice swig of whiskey, and uh, it's hitting me pretty nicely uh, already because I'm like a 16-year-old girl. With me on my right
3: is a little-known
0: boy called...
3: I'm a well-known lady named Gabriel Elizabeth Mara IV. Welcome to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where the conversation's always about... Breasts, bearded men on beaches, guns, um, lack of skill of guns, knives, lack of skill of knives, arrows, arrows, arrows. inability to remove arrows, mm. and lots, yes. of, lots of other psychosexual, lesbian con game kind of things. My favorite. <laughs> yes. And with us, thank you Daniel for that introduction. Interesting, interesting, interesting introduction.
0: Interesting introduction. In, it's 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 fair to say interesting
2: for that introduction. Yes,
3: we have here the cornerstone of sex and violence: the
2: amazing Ryan Snyder.
3: The amazing Ryan Snyder. It's
2: my magician name.
3: Yeah, what? it's very straightforward. Yeah, yeah. The, the amazing Ryan just, Snyder. Just yeah. the
2: amazing. I mean, that
0: like used to work back like 150 years ago. Does that does that work in in a Chris Angel mind
2: freaks uh, world? Oh, yeah. no, I'll just pull out my favorite quote when everyone asks about that. It's I uh, used to be great. Now I'm amazing.
3: Mmm, I like it. That's fine. Or like in The Prestige, where Christian Bale becomes, uh, the professor. But then, I'd be dating you. Mmm. Hmm. No. And, and mm. you can call
0: yourself, uh, Ryan Snyder Starship, and just be like, well, I used to be Airplane.
3: Or you could be Ryan Snyder, Thane of Cawdor. Ugh, oh, here we go with the jokes already.
0: Yeah! Ryan Snyder, Thane of Cador. That's actually really nice. Ryan
3: Snyder, Thane of Cawdor. That's from my yeah. really nice. I've, I've always wanted to be a Thane. Ryan McSnyder. There uh, you
0: go. That's, that's, a, that's a very famous quote from a little movie called Infinity War. Yes. Oh, yes. The uh, new indie movie that just came mm-hmm. out. The new small indie movie you may have heard about. The
3: villain Thane of Nos. Yes. Yes. Thane of Nos. Thane of Nos. Does Does Thanos have any kind of other name? It's just Thanos. The Mad right? Titan. The Mad Titan. Okay. Well. Also, the Tad Titan.
2: Which is. Wait, can, the Mad Titan when you're from Titan. I it's guess like, so. He'd be a Titan
3: of Titan. Uh, he was actually from Titan. He'd be a siren of Titan as well if you want. Also mm. he, yeah, he wouldn't be
0: a
2: Titan. He would be like a
3: Titanite, titanite. or something like
2: that. Yeah. yeah, but it's like me being like, I'm the Keystone of the Keystone State. Like I guess. That sounds dumb.
3: Maybe you're maybe you're the guy. Yeah. You you, you know be know the I, Key Master of the Keystone State.
2: Ooh, I would be the Key Master. That's
3: actually mm. not a bad one. Well well, well let, Daniel let, let, the
0: gatekeeper. Let, let's admit that um when these Marvel characters were first written, uh, they weren't thought out all that well.
3: Yeah, they're just trying to they were on but they were on deadline.
0: Mm. One guy's called Black Panther.
3: Well, you know, apparently he <laughs> predates the Black Panthers. Yeah, I know. Oh, it does?
0: Yep. Okay. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Well, when was Black Panther uh, 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 created? 64? Sure. Is that before? <coughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay. Let's find out. I remember that when the Black Panthers... Siri!
2: No, because... I didn't the-, the Black Panthers... Wait, if I'm... If movie history isn't lying to me... hmm Then the Black Panthers were around... In Forrest Gump times, which, which was right around when... Yeah, they were around the 60s when, or so, Yeah, right? 60s, because they were around when um MLK got shot.
3: The Black Panthers were formed in 1966 by Huey Newton.
0: Okay, it had to be in the 60s, because I know that in terms of my Bob Dylan history... Because the Black Panthers, uh, or Bob Dylan got a lot of shit because Black Panthers were taking his songs and saying like, oh, you see, he's actually talking about us and our situation. Hmm. And His first just...
3: appearance, though, was in 1966 as well, in July of 1966. Oh,
2: that's interesting. So
3: I wonder Some... which one was first.
2: A little bit of uh, parallel thinking there.
3: Listeners, come <laughs> at us. So guests. Uh, yeah, was I introduced yet? No, no not really. Okay. Guests. Yes. Who are you? Um, and why should we care? Uh, um, Daniel Reichel, the
0: Clown Prince of Top Gun Radio. Ew. <laughs> oh Jesus. Ew. Yes, I wanted to make a real cringeworthy intro there. Yeah, that's that's, that's the one. Uh, you got it. You 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 got it. Yeah, I didn't even have the guts to really follow it through because even I'm just like, oh Jesus Ew. Christ. Uh, I am. You disgust t- me. Daniel Reichel, Reichel, sure. Uh,
3: Daniel Reichel, sequel to Daniel Reichel.
0: Co-founder, or actually, let's go, co-creator and and co-host of Slow Readers. Another Mm. top-gallant show where we
3: only ever
0: talk about books. Nothing else. Nothing else. We don't talk about Infinity Wars. We don't talk about the movie adaptations based on the the material that we're technically not even... We weren't
3: even covering that one. We don't talk about video games. We don't talk
2: about the weather. Not the news. We don't talk about... Ninety sitcom characters committing suicide.
3: No. no. Yeah.
2: And nor do we talk about uh,
0: rap rock uh, musicians who have also committed suicide. Correct.
3: And Ryan, how many times were you
2: on Slow Readers? Uh, three? Three, I think. I
3: think you're
0: on
2: three. I think I'm on three.
0: And you're Zodiac.
3: Like,
2: you're what, you're like, what, eight here? <laughs> eight? Oh, something like that.
3: Yeah. Know they know, have know a frequent texture. Come on. on.
2: No, I was on for... Zodiac? Zodiac? Deathland. No,
0: sorry. I'm a uh, L.A. Jeff- Confidential. Oh, yeah, two, LA two confidential. times then. That he did. Yeah. LA so I was at here.
2: I was at the Cove twice, and then you were here once. Yeah, before. it was we were um, reported here, so three times. And there
0: was Deathlands, and Death then Lance there was and...
3: uh, what was the other one? All right, oh. it was oh, no. Maki.
2: and um and um. Stephen King? No. Uh, do Androids Dream of Electric sheep? Oh, that's
3: oh, right.
0: So four times. Four times? Yeah. Damn. I, so. I, I, I thought you were only on like once. No. No. Okay. I also have a really bad memory. Asking. You've been yeah. here like six or seven, honestly. <laughs> the most frequent guest.
3: Yeah. We're nope. always happy to have you here, Daniel. It's always a delight, sort of. And I'm always
0: sort of. And I'm always uh, excited to be here, especially because like when I hear the movies you're doing, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I wasn't here for... Uh, Predator, Streets of Fire,
3: Brawl and uh, Cell Block 99, Brawl
0: and Cell I was supposed to be here, and you I, suppose the I do uh, of all listeners of Sex and Violence who want to hear how I feel about Brawl and Cell Block 99, if I can get the title right, uh, go and listen to episode 54, yeah. which was, was that Homegoing? Is that Homegoing? Are we Home yeah, Homegoing? Might be Homegoing. I think it was. Maybe it was.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, uh, The
0: Giver. The Giver, yeah, yes. that was a good, good episode.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Ryan. Uh, I formally do want to invite you, uh, when we go back to reading uh, Joe Nesbo's Macbeth, uh, because we're also going to talk about some of the movie adaptations, mm-hmm. which are, if, because it's Macbeth, violent, dark, and grimy. Sexy. Uh, plus, the book is probably more violent and more grimy. Probably. Yeah. It's yeah. very... Oh,
3: yeah. You know, Joe Nesbo, creator of the Harry Hula series of The Bat, A. The A. Snowman. My name's Harry Hole. Harry, but, Hole. Oh. <laughs> um and okay. he uh you know he I did, did what's it called he did um the snowman thing and he did a Macbeth adaptation that feels a little bit Sons of Anarchy ish. Okay.
2: Yeah. Sons of Anarchy is essentially Macbeth. No, it's Hamlet. It's Hamlet. Yeah, I, it's
3: like I, I don't know my Shakespeare. Oh, whatsoever. Ryan. Well, this isn't the literature show anyway, so fuck that. We yeah. let's,
0: we recap the entire well, the first uh, part of Macbeth uh, like in its entirety, just mm-hmm. for the beginning parts. So. Yes, indeed. Which
2: one is ten things I hate about you? Because I know that's that well, is the ten of is true. true. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Any other Shakespeare questions? Um. Yeah, there's some some controversy about if he actually wrote all his stuff.
3: Oh Jesus, who are you, Mark Rylance? I don't
2: know. I just well.
0: we
3: Uh, call it back to sean hayes the whip around that question fills him with rage every time really Uh uh-huh he hates that
0: i can kind of understand that where it's like so fucking hard to like how okay sorry uh, i'm gonna go on a tangent there i'm sure you don't you you don't i'm sure this is a very tightly focused keep it to 30 seconds sex and movie okay um and go what was i gonna say shit um hold on how do you formulate if something is or isn't written by someone, especially because like we there's hardly any actual like solid proof of anything? Plus, Shakespeare isn't as ubiquitous as he is today, so like no one can really be sure. So people are very certain one way or the other, and I think that's kind of a weird thing to do. Because in the fact, dude died literally 400 years
2: ago. Hmm. Oh, you
3: are under thirty seconds. 402 years ago.
0: Very good. Word. Are we no, going to
3: play thing. another
2: uh, rousing uh, round of uh, that fun game we like, that? Uh, Ronda oh, rousing. yeah. Would you like to round?
3: play a fun game of Ronda Rousey Roundabout?
2: I don't know Ronda Rousey <laughs> Roundabout, but I was talking about um, the Alan Smithy game.
3: We could play the Alan Smithy game. There's oh, do. <coughs> what is the Ronda Jesus Rousey Christ. one? Explain this. To no, him. we just made that oh. up just now. Oh. But that's, that's it's such a good name. We should create like an Atari or an NES style video game. that's Mike Tyson's Punch Out, but it's round, Ronda Rousey's Roundabout.
2: Hmm. I think the Ronda Rousey Roundabout Ron should be he names a fictional movie character, and then I have to name one that I think would beat the shit out of. Him. That character, and then it goes around.
0: Okay. Until mm. so we get to the strongest. God. Character. Michael Fassbender as Macbeth. First up, Gabriel. He's not fictional. High five, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Gross.
3: Okay, let's do it. <laughs>
2: Michael Fassbender as Macbeth. Michael Fassbender as Magneto.
3: Oh. Um. Let's see. James McAvoy as Professor Xavier.
0: Ooh. Uh, James McAvoy McAvoy as the guy from Wanted. <laughs>
2: That's fucked up. Did you read the comic? It's really
3: bad. I like the comic a lot, actually. Uh, Yeah,
0: I have mixed feelings about the comic. I don't like
2: Millar's repeatness
0: mm. Um. They. I, I. follow a really awesome YouTube mm. show called Watch
3: Your Elbows. Don't Jesus. fucking touch think... me. Watch Your Elbows. Um. Really... Watch Your Elbows. Don't <laughs> call Watch touch Your me.
0: Elbows. Don't fucking <laughs> touch me. Um. But no, it's called uh, uh. 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 Oh my God. What is it called? It's a uh, Oliver Harper's show. If I na- got his name right. I think it's Oliver uh, Harper. Fix it in post. Thank you. Mm. And uh, and they they're a bunch of British guys. So and Mark Millar is British, but he's also Scottish. Yeah, he's, think so. Okay, yeah, he, I believe he's Scottish. Yeah, they're all they're all Scottish. they all Scottish, and they're all let's not get into it. Wizards. Anyway, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, literally, that's not a joke. But uh, they they he they specifically keep making fun of Millar's comics, basically saying that oh pe- people say he's ed- edgy because um, he he takes uh, something that someone's done already, uh, makes it super violent, ha- adds rape, and uses the word cunt,
1: mm. and people mm-hmm.
0: are just like genius. He totally took a spin on the thing. Yeah. That's...
2: Okay he does do that but that's not edgy that's yeah that's, that's, that's lazy yeah they're they're yeah they clearly did not like fans. nemesis nemesis is like yeah like, what if batman was the joker mm. uh is that what that's I, I read that's like the whole two, of two, of two
3: issues of it and i'm like that's not a bad idea it's a quick meh.
2: four but it's like it,
3: eh. it yeah it, it, yeah i've read that
0: i didn't quite get it but uh but yeah but i love the movies that his stuff is based on i kick ass i love kick ass first kick ass is great um, kick is probably, like, like, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's probably been, like, one of the top 20 movies ever, to be honest with you. Really? Oh, I love One of my movie.
2: favorite Nicolas Cage performances. He's amazing
0: in that oh movie. Oh my god, he's so fucking good in that. Oh, that movie. So, Mark Strong's hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who's in, like, uh, The Deuce, the the gangster dude, and in, uh, he's, like, the top gangster. I he's
2: got yeah. one of my favorite lines in that. He's like, what if we sell him? And he's like, yo, Chris, what the hell? Oh, Joey. It's like, like, no, Tony. Fuck Tony, he's a scumbag." <laughs>
3: I probably haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, like uh, Mark Strong and fuck, I'm losing his name. But like that guy are so fucking hilarious. Yeah, like there's just everything about it. They like, put the guy in a microwave. Just like,
2: dumb little aside. Like, oh yeah, I'm not making a man a hungry dinner here.
0: Do a
2: coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even uh, Mark Strong's like little thing in the in the uh, limo where he's like, "Let's go to the movies." Get slurp slurpees. And yeah, and you too. hear someone getting <laughs> shot like, to-
0: in the, like and it, it also has like some of like the most awesomest action scenes. Except for like the climax, really. That, that stuff isn't really I liked great. it. But like all the action scenes, like Big Daddy and The Warehouse, uh, both uh, hit girl things. I have, Great
2: use of a Joan Jett song. I mm-hmm.
0: love apparently movies with uh, young girls murdering the shit out of tons of people. Sure. I like
2: Logan, apparently.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, yeah, no, it's a great, it's a good movie. I no, dig I it. Know. So how's your days? Jesus
3: Christ. Uh. So did we do a movie?
2: We did, and we're drinking out of blue glasses in honor of this movie.
3: Oh, because our ruin is in the liquor. Yeah. Glasses are blue.
2: Yes. So, we did a movie. Mm. We all said movie. Marvel's Avengers Infinity Blue Ruin. Infinity yes. Blues. Infinity Blues.
3: What Which what, what, what stone is the blue one?
2: Uh, I believe that is space. Space. That's a boring one. The final frontier. I mean, the other ones
0: are like time and reality. And soul. Soul, what is this? This is like some fucking Captain America. What is it called?
2: Captain, Captain Planet, Planet, Planet <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> no, the get, heart. The, yeah, I'm <laughs> the I was just getting that. I was talking stone. to somebody at uh, oh, at the bar the other day about that and like all their like little powers. And then like when they go through, it's just that little kid. He's like
3: heart, heart. Yeah. Okay. I love Captain Planet. I
0: remember the one episode. It's all about how the heart kid is just like, oh, you guys get something
3: cool. I got pussy ass heart. I make <laughs> animals like me. Yeah, and then Captain Planet's an asshole without him. Yeah. No, I love
0: it. I also remember when they do the Superman thing where they just have like evil version of Captain Planet and he's like bathing in like radioactive bath and he's like, Yes, I love
2: being dirty or something like that.
3: <laughs> Maybe that's
2: Mario Brothers the movie. Anyway.
3: Yeah, I think you might have made that up.
2: <laughs> I dug it when they did the Don Cheadle as That was so good. Captain Planet, that was hilarious. And is oh, anything of um of uh Jacob's.
3: fucking tree. Just <clears throat> humping the air.
2: Alright, so Blue Ruin.
3: So what was this yes. movie? bring this in. Alright, bring it in, guys. Daniel, okay. shut up. Okay. Bring it all in. Oh, Jesus. So, callback back
2: to first episode.
3: Oh, yeah. I think we, we wanted to do this sooner for, like, circling back We've to the episode. We've been talking about doing this for
2: a long time.
3: But we finally got it. We're finally doing the blues ruins by Jeremy Saulnier's. Saulnier. 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 So this turned like out
2: to be a different movie than I thought it was going to be based on the trailer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. A good trailer, too, but... yeah,
2: It's really...
3: Oh, Trailer. Hot.
1: a mystery i don't mean to scare you you're not in any trouble i just thought you should be somewhere safe when you found out with somebody he's going to be released same i know this is personal that's how you'll fail i'd forgive you if you were crazy but you're not you're weak
2: man the one with the gun gets to tell the truth great trailer
1: great
3: trailer
0: I'm, i tell you what i was kind of bummed out that the trailer kind of ruins that shot with the arrow on the uh on the curb um,
3: mm. that was kind of a bummer
2: because
0: that's an awesome shot to have uh at, yeah
2: at the yeah yeah
3: so we're spoiling this, right? It's, it's been a Yeah, yeah, it's been All right. Yeah, we should
2: also...
0: Spoilers, yeah. three, two, one. Spoilers! Yeah, also, if you think... If you're not scared of spoilers... Seriously, it's a great movie. Go and
2: see
3: it. Yeah, you don't want to ruin... Like, I mean, like, honestly, if you don't want to do any spoilers, well, let's tell you now see this movie, because I loved it.
2: Yeah. I liked it. I like Green Room a little bit more, but I still like this. It, it, yeah, I kind of like both movies
0: the same. This is the second time I've seen this movie. I've seen it already. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into this a little more in a bit, but, uh, I'm gonna, this is the first time I think I've ever done this, I'm gonna steal something that, uh, Red Letter Media said. Daniel! I, I've never done this before in any format or any show. Spanial. But, I'm gonna do it this time around. Alright. Jay Bauman of Red Letter Media said that, um, you, you love the first movie you see of his between Green, Green Room and Blue Ruin, mm-hmm. if I can say that right, uh, because the second movie you see it, you're, you kind of already get his like his bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. Like you see how he like it the amazing thing about both these movies like it's hard to talk about this because like it's not like a huge like twisty movie. It's just like it you don't want to ruin any of the fucking awesome surprises that this movie has. Yeah. Like like dumb little things that have like that not huge plot points or whatever, but and like But that's why, yeah, it's so easy to do that, and that's what's amazing about it, and usually the first one you see is the one you like the most, and the second one you just go, oh, okay, this feels like another movie in that same vein. No,
3: I don't think that's a problem, and I don't really agree with that, because I think I like this more than Green Room. You do? Okay. Because for me, this is like finding, you know, it's like, you watch so many movies if you're a movie person, and then it becomes pure formula all the time. And this one, even if it is a different kind of formula, I could watch this guy tell the same style of story over and over again until I die. Because... I think he does a fascinating thing where he's, he sets a high concept scenario, and then he considers all the human beings in it, mm-hmm. and then he lets them all act naturally, which is fucking amazing. It's like you don't get that in any other movie these days, especially in a violent one, unless it's something like Brawl and Cell Block. Ryan,
0: which which did you like more, Blue Rune or Green Rune? said green, green Room. Why? You fucking
3: listening. I do
0: it was, but I wanted to say why. Oh. Uh,
2: I, I I found Jeez. I found okay. the uh, the villain in that movie to be more terrifying.
3: I mean, Pat do. Yeah. Well, this yeah, one.
2: Yeah, it's just like Patrick Stewart is like just so, like icy. Yeah. And, and it's, like, uh, that movie is just terrifying to me, especially the first confrontation outside the door once Homeboy gets his hand, like, hacked up and he mm-hmm. just, like, kind of, like, slight smile walks away and just, like, yep, oh, we'll be in there soon. Mm-hmm. he says, like, yeah, so, I forgot what it was.
3: Yeah, good movie. I, <laughs> know, I, I, I love the way he shoots his movies. Like, visually, I can't believe he DP'd this himself.
0: Yes. I don't think he, he DP'd uh, Green Room. I don't think he did. But, uh, but that said, I think I do like Green Room a little more because as great as this movie is green room jesus christ i'm like green room I, I, I keep just chopping myself i saying korean green room. room um but like it, it green room seems to take like a concept like this and that kind of like world and and just making it like a bit bigger and i think green room has these strengths of first of having more of an ensemble cast so you really even though in this movie you never know what the fuck is going to happen you're terrified yeah. for for mm-hmm. uh what's his name i'm sorry in this movie Dwight. Dwight, yeah, mm-hmm. for Port Dwight, and that you have like a room full of young adults, and they're you're just you have no idea what's gonna happen. You're terrified of what horrible things are gonna happen to them. Plus, mm-hmm. the pets do thing. Yep. Who was like completely different from how it's out. You're expecting like like some kind of like monologuing
3: like panmy kind of performance from uh-huh. no, big name actor a in this. Quiet, resigned, like, like performance of a man. Not the ca- Not the actor. The ca- the the character who doesn't wanna be there. That's yes. Just... Before we go any further. Ryan, do you want to say what Blue Ruin is a boot? A boot? A boot.
2: Oh, the Canadian podcast. Mm -hmm. It is a slow burn revenge movie. That's that's the best way to describe it. Um, I mean, like taking it down like beat for beat. I mean, we just open on this kind of like hobo-ish kind of guy. And we're watching his shenanigans for, you know, 15 (laughs) minutes. Breaking into people's houses, taking baths and showers and just doing all that. And Mm -hmm. collecting cans for change. Uh, and then he finds out that somebody is being released from prison. And the slow burn up to it that we eventually find out is this person supposedly killed his parents. Yes. Uh, goes back and reconnects with his sister. Uh, uh, after he kills said person. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finds thinks about it and was like, oh shit, they didn't report to the cops. They're probably coming to kill me. Mm-hmm. And then sends his sister on his way and starts his tale of revenge.
3: It moves so organically. It's it really amazing. does. It's like, I can't believe how good the pacing is and how quickly it moves. Like, you have expectations for a genre movie like this, and then it subverts them all so quickly and so smartly. Like, even from the trailer, you see, like, like you see the, his nemesis coming out of prison. And you're like, it's gonna all lead up to a showdown for his nemesis. That's like,
2: really what I thought. And it, no, no.
3: Yeah. It does not do that. Like, if you're, like, again, this just spoiling the shit out of this, so, but see it, for real. That... In the first act, he kills the dude, and like you're like, did he make a mistake? Did he kill the wrong guy? No, nope. there's just so much more to it because a real story about revenge just kind of reminds you of sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, which we should do at some point because it is just a story about how people's plans to do evil things just go wrong.
2: Yeah.
0: at the same time, though, something like that, even even though like it's the 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 stakes are realistic, uh, is stylized in that uh, in that kind of way by uh, what's his nuts. Like Park Chan-wook. Park Chan-wook, thank you. Yes. Pork Um, whereas this- Park
3: Chan-wook, sorry, um, what I say? Pork
0: Chan-wook, bok choy, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, bok choy Mensik. Bok choy Mensik. Yeah, yeah, that was a great delivery yeah. of half-hour memory, good joke, by yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. High good five, job, buddy. Jesus. Anyway,
3: high five, Jesus. High so,
0: yeah, no, great, great movie. Again, like, like, yeah, spo- spoilers and everything like that. He, like, just like the revenge scene, which happens like 20 minutes in the movie. Yeah um he yeah he it's it's messy it's bloody it's shocking and he's not this guy isn't necessarily dumb but uh but he things go wrong in a very realistic way and we we were raving about this while the movie's still going on me and gabriel where, like, after... Ryan sat stoically. After, yes. after he kills the guy, Wade. Yes, uh, Wade ki- Cleland. Who uh, was supposedly killed his parents, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting, because, again, he doesn't but, necessarily get revenge, technically. That was a
3: really interesting choice, too, because you don't know who he's killed right away. So you think that, like, in the background, the, like, the standard story, like, Death was is always that, oh, his wife and child were killed. Yeah, that's where I and thought they were going. Completely yeah. different angles. He killed his parents, and then, like, it's it just that Dwight was always going to be an outsider weirdo.
0: Yeah, but ever since, like, apparently the the brutal murder of his parents mm-hmm. uh, uh, affected him so much that he essentially just became, like, this arrested development kind of guy. Like, yeah. he, he's homeless, seemingly, and has, like, this one-track mind of when this guy comes out, he immediately just goes, I'm going to kill him, because he, he apparently blames this guy for setting him upon this path, and not only
3: that, and murdering his parents. Sure. I thought it was going to turn into Mirage Man. Uh, but it's just, just a lot of nope. hard kicks sweet flip kicks yes no um, i think this movie is so visually beautiful too like i, I want to like compare this to brawl and cell block 99 like, i was talking to you like when we did the mm. episode that i think brawl and cell block looks bad as in someone messed up mm-hmm. and this looks bad Immaculate and every shot's gorgeous,
0: invisibly amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like like if they had the same DP for brawl and sublock, it would have been better. I mean, Solnier. If Solnier had who, been done it, who
0: funded a lot of like? Oh, uh, he good made, point. He um, this is his second film, not his first. People think it's his first, but it's not. He made a goofy horror comedy, like, murder party, comedy called Murder Party, starring Megan Blair, Blair, because uh, Jeremy Solnier and Macon Blair. Uh, Jeremy Saunders, by the way, the the writer director of this, and also the cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Macon mm-hmm. Blair, like they grew up making movies together, and mm-hmm. usually they were like much like Murder Party, they were comedies or like splatter comedies, something like a little more of like an evil dead, evil dead. us watch a trailer,
3: Murder Party.
2: Logos, the movie, Trism. yay. It's quiet. More logos. It's too quiet. Top movies,
3: yay. Oh, Mop movies.
2: Oh This is the party We've been planning this for weeks
0: The invitation said murder party so Girl jackass
1: Jack oh. <laughs> Look, I don't
0: think we
2: actually thought Someone would be stupid enough
1: to show up So white male, is perfect Think beyond splattering blood on canvas uh, oh. The world masterpiece The coroner's report is back in It will read the calls of death. Art. Happy Halloween.
2: Second degree party. That looks. I could probably get behind that,
3: but uh, that looks kind of cheesy. That
0: that looks something completely like made on his own, you know, yeah. Yeah. kind of thing. But like but, a goofy kind of lark. But the cool thing about like Blue Rune, especially, is that he took the guy who this schlubby, very average-looking guy, and basically had with him
3: soulful eyes with
0: very soulful eyes, who's usually doing comedy like that, but uh, as revenge man, and it. Yeah, and it's 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 so great. It's because I you imagine like the dumb version of this where they get like a young Bruce Willis or something like that. Yeah, to do the guy. This movie
3: easily could have been stupid, cheesy, and dumb. Where instead, yeah. it's like it hits home. It's like I find it so fun and interesting that this is written by a comedy team. That mm. the, like this movie's funny a lot. It's very frequently there, funny in a black way.
0: There's comedic. Edits and shots, mm-hmm. like like when he calls like the phone at the end, yeah, and like there's just like the feedback, feedback and then it just cuts to him outside making the same call, mm-hmm. like yeah. Or
3: when he buys the supplies for to get the arrow out of his leg, such a great com- like that's such great comic timing. Uh, Guys, but- let's also watch the Kickstarter campaign video because apparently they made this after like Daniel was saying, "Murder Party" was a failure, and they were getting up in their years, and they're like, "Let's make this different kind of movie," and somehow it's fucking amazing.
1: Hi, I'm Jeremy Sonier, director of Blue so Ruin. Really. I consider myself an artist and a technician, and I'm quite confident in my abilities. Get out of the way! We're I trying to Absolutely do movie. not belong <laughs> on this side of the camera, so I will try to make this short and sweet. Blue Ruin is a revenge film but is not your standard revenge film. It does not glorify violence. It does not justify violence. It does the opposite. It's about a reclusive vagrant who lives off the land of the Eastern Shore. He's a beach bum. And he lives a very peaceful life uh, until one day he gets some really horrible news from a local cop. The news involves the imminent release of a convict from state prison. This completely upends our peach bum's life. Uh, His peaceful existence is no longer. He pulls up camp and gets in his rusted husk of a sedan and heads to his childhood home to carry out an act of revenge. This mission goes horribly wrong, and he soon finds himself in a brutal struggle to protect his estranged sister and her family. I don't want to say much more. I, uh, I feel like I owe it to you, to give you the whole story but that will absolutely detract from what i'm trying to do which is please the audience with a completely surprising uh subversive version That's of my the word. traditional american revenge Subversive? Mm-hmm. i have a six million dollar movie and i'm trying to make it Don't for under two hundred thousand dollars the industry owes me nothing you owe me nothing i think stories need to stand on their own and i think the story is worthy of your support i really honestly do I serve the audience. I want to connect on the gut level, I, this sort of visceral filmmaking that uh, is experiential. When you sit down and watch this film, I want you to be thrilled. I want you to be uh, devastated. I want you to, to find uh, humor in the darkest places. I think it's, it's really going to blow you away. Now I know the film that I have in my head and what I have on the, uh, the page, it's never what you get when you make a movie, especially at this sort of level. But I still think if we achieve a fraction of what this film could be, it'll be something great. And I need your help to realize that.
0: That was underwhelming.
3: Can I retroactively give you money?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: well, you can't. You can always buy this on your own.
3: No, but maybe I will. Well, shit. Put with your dollar. Fuck mm-hmm. off. Alright. So, um... So what was everyone's favorite scene? Why are you all looking at me?
0: Because you're the guest. Is it a guest? Oh, ah, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Um. Uh, oh, uh, I did it again. Yeah. Okay. No, we were we were talking this before. We kind of stopped. Where after he commits the murder, mm-hmm. and he's just covered in blood, which is again fucking awesome. The fact that he the the murder itself when he kills Wade is super violent and super bloody, and, and then like he walks out covered in blood and just as like a fuck you he goes to like slash the tires of like the limo that they used to get here and uh and i don't really know like the right or wrong way to do this but like you just can't slash tires because first off a tire if it's fully like compressed or whatever, it's hard it'll blow up and like really fuck you up and in this way like it kind of does that where like the air shooting out was so sharp it gives like this horrible gash on his hand i
3: imagine that he stabbed it and when it kind of and it kind of the air popped like the blade it's just ran of off yeah. his hand it could be that too yeah I mean, um, if I'm to stab something really hard, if you don't just, have a strong grip, it's just going to slip right there. And just kill the
2: guy, so his hands are probably sweaty. Yeah,
3: he's covered in blood. Is that too, yeah. It, it, it could it could be that, but
0: I know that apparently if you want to slash someone's tires, you have to, like, release the air valve or whatever, just, like, get some of the air up, because if you do I'm that, sure, yeah. it can apparently just blow up. Like, the because, you know, it's like, you know, like a tank look at anyway Yay. and then like after that he reali- he has the harsh reality that he realizes that like in the stroke of killing the guy he lost his fucking car keys mm-hmm. mm. so he gets into the limo of the car that he just slashed drives away while people are, are coming out someone has a gun he manages to get away and then in getting away he realizes he has someone in the back of his limo Yep, and just like that awesome sequence just like totally kind of, it's it's an early moment where he just realize like oh fuck this movie's awesome and yeah. then it kind of sets up the kind of tone for the rest of the movie. Yeah.
3: No other movie does that kind of thing so well besides Green Room. They put together, like, what happens without being, like, a gritty, realistic kind of thing, it still realistically shows what happens when you try and enact bloody revenge. If you don't have any money, how do you buy a gun? You, don't just, you can't just grab a gun somewhere and he tries to steal a gun and it fails. Either the mm-hmm. methodic, the,
0: me- mm-hmm. the attention to detail and the methodicness of just watching someone mm-hmm. Failing in a realistic yeah. way. It's not like a Coen Brothers movie.
3: Exactly. It, it's not poetic and like cosmic against going against them. It's just what happens. Mm-hmm. I like to think that maybe like Sonia and like Megan Blair were just like, okay, how would you go about murdering these people? It's like, I don't know. I guess I'd talk to my metalhead friend and see if he had any guns. And yeah. it just, I love that dude. That guy was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, his uh, Ben, Benny. Ben, a.k. Yeah. Benny, who was a like childhood friend ex, uh... Military? were they? Military. General. Um, yeah, they did
2: say he was deployed to Japan. Yeah, oh, that's right.
0: I was going to yeah. say Marines, but I don't know if he was
2: necessarily Marines. I don't
0: know mm-hmm. why. Military. Uh, next Military. And he has all the guns, and he was going to call the police, then he didn't. And then, uh, during one of the more intense scenes of the movie...
3: I That is my favorite scene, the conversation yes. from the trunk.
0: Yeah, the conversation with the trunk, because he has this he has that guy in his trunk for, like, a day at least.
3: Yeah, like, like, two days. Yeah. yeah.
0: After running him over.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Ryan Snyder.
2: I might have to concur with you. The mm-hmm. whole trunk sequence there was pretty great. I, I'm i also kind of a sick bastard. His attempts to pull the uh, arrow out of his leg. That, that was whole great. sequence was pretty pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, I had an accident with my leg. Just
0: yeah, like it's glassing.
3: like, I... Yeah,
0: it, yep. <laughs> it's like it's like what if like someone like completely average tried to do, like self um, what do you call it self surgery like, self surgery in like the Anton Sugar and No Country kind of a way yeah mm-hmm. but like naturally if any if any human being fucking did that with them trying to pull a fucking arrow out of your thigh you're yeah you're either gonna like. Pass out without even getting the thing done, or you're gonna be yeah. like this guy. Be like, fuck, it, I can't do this. Yeah. Go to the emergency room. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> like it's this movie is filled with so many genuine laughs. It's really awesome. Yeah, good movie. Yeah. So Guys, we... Do, we, do we have anything to talk about this movie? I mean, I, I just fucking it's fucking great.
2: I liked it. I mean, I didn't. It's another one that I like. I didn't love. Mm. I love Green Room. Um, just, you, didn't, you didn't love this one? I didn't love it. Okay. Explain. Right. I mean, that's probably. I, I don't know. It was. It just. It was just fine. Hmm. I think you guys appreciate it on a more technical level, and I don't have that level to appreciate it by. I don't really have those parameters.
0: That's 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 Gabriel like, I, over here. Dave Gabriel watching movie, and he's like, the editing in this movie is
2: great. I recognize mm. great. This I recognize a good movie? shot, uh-huh. uh, but like when you're like, oh, great editing. I'm like, sure, uh-huh. I'll agree.
3: Ryan, watch the 2015 Macbeth for like five minutes, and you'll see what terrible editing looks like. Or okay. watch Suicide Squad. Also, incredibly terrible editing.
2: Okay, I okay maybe I can recognize bad editing, but mm-hmm. I can't recognize like good. Is it just? Oh,
0: I want like, because here's the thing, and this is again, if you want to hear the beginning of this conversation, go listen to our Macbeth by Joe Nesbo episode. But yeah, because I, I, I'm weirdly obsessed with that Macbeth movie, twenty fifteen, with Michael Fassbender. Even though it's, I have so many like when I watch the first time, you're like you're like okay, I'm in, and I'm like really quickly just like what, I'm out, mm-hmm. and then you're just like yeah but let me go back to it and you watch this and you're just kind of you go from being kind of bored to just thinking like what the fuck is wrong with this why am i not in this and then it has like a great uh ending but like i love the parts but the whole isn't isn't great and i I didn't really recognize that editing was a problem besides watching certain scenes just being like why it would have been better like this that's the only time i I would ever say that something you'll watch this and you'll think something's not right with this or you'll love it like cans apparently got a 10-minute standing ovation at Cannes. They're by drunk. Yeah, they're all super fucking drunk on probably. French wine. Hey, well,
3: I'm in the French Riviera. It's Negronis all day, baby.
0: Uh, right, you do a great impression of a French man at a Cannes festival uh, talking about how Gain. much they did not like the movie. Uh, go ahead and do it.
2: Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that like the only way into that. Yep. <laughs> I did not like this movie. i like, I can't do it There you <laughs> go.
0: Yeah. Woo. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Oh, I love that one. My so, only one
2: awesome. that I I can do really well, and I haven't done it in like a year, is my, my Jimmy Stewart. which oh, is yes. Which is my, uh, it's me impersonating a comedian, impersonating uh, Rod, uh, the guy who lost his uh, basketball team for being racist.
3: Oh, that guy. What? <laughs> the, I forgot his team name. Oh, There's that dude. What? The basketball Donald team. Donald Sterling? Is that, Is it? that it? Yeah. Snape name...
2: what? Donald Yeah, I think it's Donald Sterling. I think so. I'm pretty yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. So it's my um Oh god, I can't remember the guy's name but Yeah, he does a great impression of him and then I was doing an impression of that which Ironically, sounds like Jimmy Stewart.
0: Sounds like Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. So the guy just sound like Jimmy Stewart originally. I or I'll is have to play
2: like... the I have to play the bit for you so you like you can understand like why I'm going about it. But he's like, I'm gonna give it to you hard and slow. So, like, when I do it, <laughs> yeah, it that's Jimmy like... Stewart. <gasps> yeah.
3: him is like like it's like dirty talking. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Don't want to imagine it. It's so, like my
2: way into that one is
3: <laughs> <laughs> like like a weird crang noise. Oh, yeah,
2: I was listening to an interview with um, the guy who does the voice of uh, Bender.
3: Mm, John DiMaggio. Yeah,
2: John DiMaggio, and he was talking about like having certain ways into voices. So his way of like uh, getting into character to do a uh, Tracy Morgan is like tucking his chin down. So he's <laughs> like, "You gotta tuck your chin down here." Why is there so many faults in the thought machine? <laughs> I
3: love that guy. That, that's that, great storyteller. I, I love
0: star, uh, voice actors. Um, Have you guys seen the documentary yes.
3: about the voice acting that he did?
0: What is it called? Who's that voice? I know that voice. I think voice. it's like what's yeah. that voice or something like that. Or, I know yeah. that voice. Yeah, it's yeah. so the, good. they go, they go into because uh, this is what I Mark Hamill as as like the Joker and like his history of that and how like he said that um speaking of like things that you do and when you're doing the voice to capture that there there was like a, a, I know that voice. a production video or picture of um, Mark Hamill playing the Joker. And it looks ridiculous because he's like, like really like shriveling up and like pulling yeah. his hair. He's for it. And he's like, he, I was so embarrassed because it's like, well, you don't hear that. That's just what I do to get it. I didn't think anyone sees yeah. that because, but that's what he does to be the Joker. Yeah. yeah,
3: Andrea Romano is like the greatest living voice acting director. Who is that? Andrea Romano. I don't know. Andrea Romano. If you guys
2: have time tonight, watch uh, a Billy West on uh, the pen and Ta- I think it's just pens. Um, like podcast, and he does that same thing where you see him going in. So when he's like talking about doing Red and Stimpy he's mm-hmm. doing an impersonation of nineteen um, thirties German actor, really creepy.
3: Oh, Peter Lorre.
2: Yeah, he's doing like a Peter Lorre. So he's like sitting there, like slowly p- playing mm-hmm. with his fingers, multi talking like, Yeah, it's hilarious.
3: And bro, um, Daniel, were you with us at that Comic Con where we saw um the Venture Brothers panel? Yes. Yeah, and um, uh, oh god, what's his name? Voice of Doctor Venture.
0: Uh, Colin Hanks.
3: That's that's correct. Okay. Not but anyway, he has his like warm-up line, which is just like, like, it's a speed suit! <laughs> a good... You have to watch it,
2: Ryan. Alright, yeah, I, I, not, I'm on like ten weeks of now talking about this, I'll, I will start watching it. All right. I just, I'm intrigued by like it's taken 15 years to do six seasons. So.
3: Yeah, no, they, they take their sweet fucking time. Oh the
2: yeah, Rick and what do ask? What,
0: what's, what's the gap between these seasons right now with the Venture Brothers? It's been two years? Two years, that's it? That's it?
3: I think yeah. so. I was there was like, a new season recently. I was like, it was, it's great. Five years. To be honest, it's Like, so I'm like
0: eight years behind on, on Venture Brothers. Oh, it's
3: amazing. It's worth binging. It's so easy to binge. Yeah, it's only
2: like good. eight episodes a season, right? Yeah, and they're
3: short episodes. The 22 minutes. All right, we have a lot to talk about in part two because we're going to go, obviously, into what you've been waiting for. Talking about The Boys and also Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so we'll way. save that for the end for his doing spoiler talk okay. it as well. Cool. Who, who, who
0: wrote the... Uh, let's go on a commercial. I'm sorry.
3: All right. <laughs> um, oh, actually, as always, Daniel, do you want to do a live ad for the real ad? Okay.
0: Uh, Gabriel, drop a beat.
3: Oh. Bow.
0: Right. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're doing too percussive. I was trying to speed up to join him. <laughs> okay, now I was gonna say like you're doing and he's I'm like no no. I was like do and then like you do like the synth or something like that
2: over that.
3: Okay, right. Now you start of something and I'll join in
2: better listen up dear listener readers if you
0: love talks about books
2: even though we hardly ever
0: talk about books because we're very distracted and I'm sorry about that Go over to Slow Readers, another Top Gallon radio show, where me and Gabriel over here talk books. We talk about trying to book. We talk about failing to books. We talk about not having enough time to books because we're super fucking busy and we have to read on an average of like three books a week. Uh, but yeah, uh, go check it out. It's super cool. We talk about everything else. We talk about uh, Marvel movies, so this last slash, we love Marvel movies. And uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, okay. That's the end of the commercial pretty good. Hey, everybody. My name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies, too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like... Reading.
3: Hate it. I've always hated it.
0: Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm.
3: Um, I was also making
0: ties with another empire. Uh Uh-oh. The Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh,
3: the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon. (laughs) Blackwater. Oh my god, this, this book is so... Painful. Yeah, I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know what that's like. And truly, our... you were
3: in a car that landed in black water. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, dude, I know, I fucking killed a. You woman, fought. I, uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, okay,
0: never mind. Alongside. Um, do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the Giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her because going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right?
3: On air challenge, slow readers exclusive! Slow readers exclusive Can Game Fit Gun Girl possess.
0: <laughs> then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one (laughs) run-in with the
3: police... I took a breath to start. I'm like, no.
0: (laughs) No, no, not (laughs) going that way. We're not a political Mm -hmm. podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just, we're just milk-chugging right-wingers, though. (laughs) Milk-chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise blood. Ethan, from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence, the hot-ass, top-gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, Go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio. Welcome back, dear listener readers. I
3: was going to make Ryan bring us back. That's
2: fine. Welcome oh. back. Uh, Ryan, bring <laughs> us back to slow... <laughs> um, welcome back to sex readers.
3: Sex readers. To slow
0: violence.
2: To slow mm-hmm. sexual violence. Oh, I
3: don't want that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, no, no. Sex- yeah, no. no. That's bad. Sexual uh, violence, yeah, that's not... Uh, yeah. Try this again. It's like uh, a...
0: That's a... That's that's your other show, the After Hours one, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, listen, this is about all of... If you're a fan of Death Wish movies... Uh, and and you love movies about like revenge after someone's wife daughter girlfriend mother was raped uh and maybe possibly murdered check out sexual violence
3: I was gonna say it's like when a, uh, a like a a turtle is a rapist a turtle yes slow sexual violence oh well, uh, yeah
2: I don't feel good about that
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> do do turtles commit uh, uh rape Dolphins do. Dolphins, are, right. Dolphins yeah. are terrible people.
3: Dolphins are the worst.
0: They're, they're the worst. Them and killer whales. I'm glad they're yeah. the not They're awful. They're
2: absolutely terrible.
3: They're really mm. bad.
2: Nuke the whales, baby.
0: Nuke the whales. Gotta okay. nuke something. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I was actually trying to show old Simpsons episodes again last night to Michelle Monaghan, and she was just not into it. It was the, what? um, I think it's ah. season eight... Which is right in the sweet spot—the uh, the Simpsons off show. Oh, I was, I was so watching it the other night. When they had um, it's uh, Chief Wiggum, Wiggum. and uh, Skinny Boy. Skinny, yeah, Skinner as Skinny Boy as like a Miami Vice kind of thing.
3: New Orleans. And then
2: it's um, the Love Me at Grandpa. hmm And then closing out with the uh, the Simpsons Smile Time Variety Hour.
3: Yeah, with fake Lisa. Yeah. It's
2: great. Fake you know, Lisa. I,
3: r- randomly, also, I've just been watching the entire series over again. Yeah. Yeah. From FX Now on my iPad. I
0: gotta get that app. Mm. I, I wasn't watching any of that. Well, if
3: you, have, just, if you have access to your cable, like DirecTV, you can just sign in on FX Now.
2: Oh no, I have um, different cable, and I to, and like for some reason, um, I looked it up online. Like they don't have an app for it on PlayStation. There's some like weird. Really? Yeah.
0: Strange. Which... Well, I watched the new episode of
2: Westworld. Fuck oh, off. Oh, how is it? And you know, uh, I don't know. I'm is kind of it mixed it up? How, how far into the second season are you? Uh, is one it, episode. Oh, it's just one I episode.
0: The two episodes out right now. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm, there was like a time, like midway through, like the first season of Westworld, where like I loved it so much straight away, and then like I kind of lost interest when it felt like it was kind of like going through very predictable TV show tropes. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not interested. Yeah, like I- I'm not a huge fan. Supposedly the second episode actually goes back in time, and like I'm interested in that. We Just have, like Q. B. Lewis. We haven't had any hint of a sam- samurai world he yet. My nemesis. He's first episode. But uh, but yeah, it's it's. I want I don't to go know. to Samurai mm. World. I'm kind of mixed. Yeah, no. Um, supposedly it has I think Twilight Samurai in
2: it.
3: Oh, Hiroyuki Sonada. I think it was him. It'd It'd be great. The, I they, should finish uh, watching that season.
2: A, a West Game of Thrones connection for the Going to Thrones world. People were
3: joking them. about that how the mysterious last world is Westeros. That's funny. That'd be very funny. Yeah, That'd be cool.
2: That'd be fucked up.
3: Man, but, you know who's not a great actress when she's not being Khaleesi
0: uh uh Amelia clark correct how'd you oh, guess wait yeah i was gonna say like <laughs> i,
2: I, I answered that so truthfully i don't even
3: like yeah Why do just i do that snap at me i no. heard something
2: really funny about uh game of thrones so apparently the uh that's uh two of the actors from game of thrones i think peter dinklage is one of them uh, recorded a uh, commentary track for the Pickle Rick episode.
3: Oh, I heard about that.
2: And they, and the, it was, yeah, the, the showrunners and Peter Dinklage, and they were like, we kind of just want to throw like a live-action Pickle Rick in the last episode of Game of Thrones. Awesome. Uh, so, like, oh, I would be so into that. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, just this just giant, giant pickle in. man. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> that whole episode might be my favorite episode of the entire series. That's
3: got, I, I think that's a great episode, but for me it doesn't... Selenya. That's the one
2: that started, um, I think, Backlash, because people were, like, bitching about, like, having female writers on the show. <laughs> and uh, a yeah. woman wrote that episode, and it's uh, the strongest episode. The whole um, confrontation between Rick and the uh, the therapist is yeah. mm-hmm. hilarious. It's pretty great. It, yeah, but the whole episode Sarandon, is just, baby. like, ridiculous hyperviolence. Like, mm-hmm. I was trying to show my parents, I was like, yeah, here, check out this show that I watch. And my dad's like, the fuck is wrong with uh-huh. you? There's a pickle-killing rat. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's
3: pretty, the violence is pretty excellent. I don't know, for me, I think the Unity episode might be one of my favorites. For me, I like I like it when it gets... You like dark endings. I like when it gets real dark and really unhappy. That's what I'm jamming. And, Daniel, are we boring you? And I'm no. A, I'm and I'm
2: a bonkers a,
3: kind of
0: guy, so... Yes. It is Twilight Samurai in West Okay, Rogue. great. Here the Sonata. It, it took me a while. I went I went through a long uh, thing there. He's also there.
3: the Captain from Sunshine.
0: Yeah, he was the Captain in Sunshine. He was also the Captain, weirdly enough, in Life, which was another space also, movie. Also,
3: Captain Sunshine and Venture Brothers is um uh fucking Batman... Kevin Conroy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's such a
0: good I was like, episode. which one? He's he also
3: in Forty set. He plays like a, like a Batman with like Superman powers who's like emotionally breaking down because his Robins keep dying.
2: It's so good. <laughs> That's pretty funny.
3: Anyway, um, what are we doing first, Ryan? Are we talking about our boys, classic segment? The, the boys, boys Are Back in Town. Let's do the Boys. Or let's hear it for the Boys.
2: I like The Boys Are Back in Town.
3: Let's hear it for the boys. Mo- no. The Boys Are Back in Town.
2: Yeah. Mm. So, we officially have read through the first trade. So, we're, yes, we're going not by issue uh, here, but we're going by each volume. trade.
3: Oh, I was going to bring you, um, Blade of the Immortal Volume 1 today. I forgot. Damn. Uh, next week.
2: Okay. That's fair enough.
3: I'll see you Thursday, actually. So,
2: so um, how long has it been since you've read through the whole series?
3: Oh, um, I think when the final volume came out. So many years ago was that.
2: Oh, that was probably twenty four. 2014,
3: 2015? So it's been that long at least. Okay. And I read
0: volume one eight to ten years ago.
2: Okay, very good. Yes. Right, what would you think, yeah. I remember one,
0: th- two things about it. Maybe a few more, but like they're scattered memories. One is that the main character is drawn to look exactly like Simon Pegg. Correct. Yes. Because if there's one thing to age it, it's
2: that. And he does the intro into it, and the reason that they chose him was because uh, they were watching Spaced.
0: There you go, Makes Yeah, Big yeah, because also a fun
3: tidbit to that is that when he and his girlfriend die, when his girlfriend dies, they're just as Shaggy and Velma.
2: That was oh, no, That's funny. I actually showed uh, my wife that I was like, hey, look, she kind of looks like you.
0: Uh. <laughs> and she was like, oh, that's adorable. And I turned the Swoosh. page, I was like, look what happens to her. Yep. <laughs> that was the second thing I remember, the fact that in the beginning he's having a moment with his girlfriend and his girlfriend is violently run over by a car,
3: right? No, a super villain is thrown into her. Thrown yes, in, okay, okay just love holding her By her arms.
0: That's what I remember. Yeah.
3: Daniel, what do you remember of the boys besides that, or is that it?
0: Uh, he looks like Simon Pegg with a matrix coat. Um, there's a bunch of goofy looking uh, superheroes in it. So he doesn't he get his coat his yet team. in this volume. Mm-hmm. He, has he doesn't to get that well eventually no. he gets that. I, I I don't really remember. And it's probably written by one of these British guys. Very good. Grant Morse's? No. No. Irish nope, nope. Millar.
3: No. Irish. 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 There's only two more you can really think of, and their names rhyme with each other. It's not more. Mm-mm. It's just two more besides whore. him. Yes. Okay. Very good. It's Bam. Fallon. Whore. Got it. Also, I love that in, in Blue Ruin he calls like in your whore father. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a weird line. Okay.
2: Um, Who's that writer? Garth Ennis. Gar-
3: Garth Ennis. That's I'm what it Sphorn is. Brian S. Warren
0: Ellis. What's the heck? What Garth Ennis? What he Preacher. Preacher.
2: Um, uh, a series called Hitman. He did a lot of Punisher.
3: Yeah, it's famous for his like
0: Warzone. Was there anything? Did he do
3: like Authority? Was that him? It's Ellis.
0: Ellis, Ellis. Okay, that's yeah. Yeah. That's what um, I was thinking. That
3: thing that Planetary is also Ellis.
0: Planetary. That's what I meant to say, not Authority. Yeah, Um, but there's also Ellis. Okay, so I don't
3: think I'm a huge fan of Ellis. I I read preacher back in the day okay. but like yeah let's go to that what's your comic book history
0: my okay my comic book history is sporadic uh my brother was a late blooming comic book person and he very much tried to get into get me into like more superhero-y things like he was an actual like he read like spider-man and fantastic foreign and mm-hmm. um and i was into the weirder stuff like i would be more into the boys than x-men or whatever uh and there are very few things that i think i really latched onto. um because uh, there, there are certain Masamune Shiro comics I've loved all my life, which yeah, is a weird and I, thing to you're say. You're a
3: hardcore Shiro guy. I'm a hardcore you Shiro guy. You are a laughing fan of Moore, who's happily who happily mocks him.
0: Yes, I will mock. I will mock Moore, even though I honestly just love League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
3: And also, you're Precious from that.
0: Hell. It's 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 absolutely oh from Hell. That's right. That's the one I, I watched like,
2: the movie. I haven't read the the comic, the but the comics it's,
0: it's are thick. very. Which one? Oh from Hell. From Hell. it's oh, yeah, yeah. a big thick it's read. Same...
3: Have you read League?
2: No, I haven't. I heard that's great too. It's um, a
0: bit like the same way yeah. thing where like the movie
2: is. What's the futuristic one that he wrote that's similar to League? That I read on is the it, first volume. League, sorry, <laughs> no. It's, futuristic one. Yeah, let me look it Promethea? up. Prometheus. No.
3: Um,
0: God damn. It. T- uh, yeah, Prometheus. I, I read the first. I got. It's like typical Moore thing. I got the first. Yeah. Promethea comic and i'm just like what the fuck i wanted to like this
3: one more future guys.
0: anyway but um but i tell you what i i love I tell uh, you brandon what brandon graham's do do? Uh, okay re- i am
2: not looking for the scottish football player <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, uh
0: uh revision not revision like kind of re- no not even remake a continuation of profit oh yeah i i can't describe how much i love that i love that in the same way i love adventure time
3: I'm like sure we get Ryan and on profit. I'm pretty like profit, and then we can have him back for soul readers. I
0: I would love to do profit for for slow reader for mm. soul, Yeah, I got the name right that time. I thought I yeah. did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I would love to do that. Let's mm-hmm. do that sometime. Fine.
2: Let's do all five volumes all. <laughs> do all guys, right, that's fine with
0: me. Actually, no, Did you guys read
2: well. V for Vendetta? Yes.
3: Um. Once a million years ago.
2: I, I actually really like that. He had the. the I like it enough. Yeah. He has this really. Oh, Top Ten. It's called.
3: Oh, I've heard of Top 10. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty... It's I was going to say,
2: like, funny. Tomorrow Man or whatever? No. Um, Marvel Vendetta always really got me, because he had this line that he said, like, uh, V's identity is in the book.
1: Oh.
2: And, like, I... Fuck I, you, Moore. Come yeah. on. Are you
1: kidding me?
2: I, I know exactly how this guy writes and how he thinks and how his whole world is. Yeah. So, like, I think I figured it out. Okay. So, the like, the line, he said, it's in the book, you can find it. So, my thing is, like, taking from... What V uh, says in the book and in the movie, uh, V is you. Okay. So I think he's just literally going with that metaphysical concept of, like, yeah, sure, identity like isn't... Yeah, so I think, like, with all the psychedelics this guy's taking, he's like, Yeah, I should probably put it in here. They'll probably never think it's them. That's the last person they'll think it is. It's them.
0: Mm-hmm. Surprise, asshole. It's, like, it's you who's not in the book. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm a I think fucking it's, it's wizard. Not, I think it's he's the, a wizard, too. He We're is a wizard. are all fucking wizards. They do literally, like, semen magic. No.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was in, like, a, a weird, like, threesome relationship for a while, and then, and they like, they took, they and took they his let, daughter. Uh, both both
0: chicks left them for each other, I guess, yeah. yeah.
2: something like that.
3: I mean, that seems like an easy thing, easy decision to make.
2: And now he's just, like, walking around being a creepy, weird wizard, and, like...
3: That's all you,
0: more for him. You ever see that picture of him? He was on, like, like he was, like, a pundit on something, or maybe it was an interview, I don't know. But, like, on the thing, it says, like, like comics writer, uh, uh, mall Santa... And he's, awesome. he like, again, he's like this old puffy guy with like this gigantic, crazy a homeless man beard and hair and shit. Mm-hmm. He looks like a lot like Jeremy oh, Yeah, Yeah, like, I heard his Not family, Blair. his parents were murdered. He's out for revenge. Mm hmm. Yeah. Macon Blair should have been a wizard. So, so anyway, awesome. uh,
2: back to anyway, the, boys. the boys. So, Ennis, uh, I actually really like Ennis's writing, and there's a couple things that I can actually like, pick out from uh, reading a bunch of his work. He likes to make a lot of like pop culture references. Yeah, yeah. So, the one, uh, there's a couple in this one that you can uh, pick out. So, the first superhero group that they uh, go up against. So, like, for anyone who hasn't read The Boys, we'll give you the quick rundown. Uh, Wee Huey, uh, Wee Hugh, Hugh Campbell, aka Wee Huey, uh, is out with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend gets killed by a super uh, villain that is thrown by a superhero. So, she is literally like, thrown into a wall, and her arms are ripped off. Yes. Uh, people come to see Huey and have him like, sign papers not to sue. He does. He doesn't even demand money. His line is, I just want her back. That's all. Mm. Um, meanwhile, we focus on a man, an uh, English man. Big English guy sounds like Michael Caine. Butcher. He's putting his team back together. That team, their goal is to monitor superheroes, and when you need it, sometimes kill a few of the cunts.
3: They watch the Watchmen.
2: Yes, they watch the Watchmen. Um, so the team is put uh, slowly put back together. You have the female who... Uh, Explosively eviscerates people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you they're in the first uh, issue, you're reading through the files, and you can see exactly like what the wounds are from, uh, like hospitals. And uh, Billy Butcher is characterized as the single most uh, dangerous man ever encountered by this
3: agency. CIA. Soon to be played by Carl Urban.
2: Yeah, which is crazy. That's uh, pretty exciting. Um, you didn't hear
3: that? And the Boys TV show is probably why we're doing this whole thing. Boys TV that. show run by Eric Kripke, creator of Supernatural, has cast um, Carl Urban as Billy Butcher. Okay. Cool.
2: so rounding out the rest of the team is uh frenchy mm-hmm. so frenchy and the female are the muscle of the team frenchy's also an insane maybe french man because he does make a lot of uh british commentary but he mixes in like the french stuff but he's like the shit he says he's just insane
3: i will wait for joy if they get vincent cassell
2: oh that'd be so amazing um and then you have mother's milk the uh second in command of the team uh, he's the only member of the team who is uh, fully American. And mm-hmm. the only member of the team who was born with uh, the superhero gene, so to speak. He's also Countdown the only one be- who's black. Yes, that too, uh, in his system. Uh, the female is also Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. So, and. Mm-hmm. A girl, female. Yeah, this has been going on for a while.
0: Not, not that. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the series. <laughs> no, no. That's uh, an asshole. No, just because I said that, I was like, no, not you.
2: I mean, the series with the So Huey is recruited to the team because he's personally felt the effects of what superheroes actually do to people.
3: The rampant things they do that don't affect human lives, and also because the former team member mysteriously has left the group based on a tragedy.
2: Yes, which we will come to find out. Um, So Huey is recruited to the team, um, and they start their surveillance, and they say they're going to fire off a warning shot to let all the other superhero groups know they're back. Mm -hmm. So that is to surveil and blackmail a group called Teenage Kicks, Yes, which is our first pop culture reference.
3: Right through the night, baby.
2: Right through the night. So Teenage Kicks, a song that I'm guessing was enjoyed by Ennis.
3: It's such a good song. Yes. There's and also an adorable, like, French pop version of like, like a little bossa nova. Okay. Love that one. I'll have
2: to check that out. Um, so, uh, and then we start our confrontation. Uh, they are blackmailing the team, uh, and they get to hear the audio recording. They're basically
3: a Teen Titans. Yeah,
2: they're basically like a Teen Titans kind of group. And the line that will come back uh, later in the uh, series is, um, you choose today or I choose tomorrow. So, a member of your team must be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. So, they sacrifice the... Uh, gay black man to yes. sell out as being gay.
3: What's the name? Juice? Shout out. Shout out. Who's Juice?
2: Juice? There's, I don't remember. Okay.
3: It yes. i think thinking was O.J. Simpson, correct. Yes,
2: it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Also black.
3: No, I think Juice is the super friend analog I did in an episode of Justice League. That's a good episode. Yeah.
2: So my favorite like moment from this, uh, actually, this uh, volume is... When teenage kick shows up to confront the boys, and mm. they're you know shouting at them like you motherfuckers, like you're gonna know what it's like to fuck with the kicks, and you just see Billy Butcher like laughing Love so it. hard he's crying, and then the last scene of the comic is all right, let's give him a fucking spanking, and then mm. the next issue opens and they're kicking the shit out of them, uh, leading to Huey to kill one of their members accidentally. The
3: Blarney Cock. Uh,
2: the Blarney Cock, he punches right through him and kills him, so uh, and pretty much ends. Yeah, volume one. Uh, thoughts,
3: um, Ryan. So I'm not sure if anyone could tell, but do you like the boys? Uh, yeah, uh, very much. As <laughs> I've <laughs> gone on at length about
2: it, but yes,
0: yeah. my brother was a huge fan of the boys. He,
2: it's great. It really drops it. in quality, I think.
3: For me, I, I think that like when the,
2: when the artist changes, it drops I, I think in quality. That's what said I'm
3: waiting for it to get back. Like I, I know I like, I don't recall volumes like until, like the middle volumes until HeroGasm is where I kind of got back into it. But I kind of forget what happens in it. I remember it really picks up the pace around there. But I'm still enjoying it. But also, some of the blemishes are bigger to me this time around. Such as? People, I remember when I was younger, people would be like, oh, the boys is really kind of misogynistic. And when I was younger, I'm like, what? And now I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh.
2: It's meant to be, though.
3: Yeah, but I think hanging a lampshade on it doesn't forgive it. I feel like, there's there is a way to do the same story about being almost kind of gross about women in it. Like it's
2: I think it redeems itself on that front I think though.
3: eventually it does. But I remember, really right now I'm looking forward to that final volume still cuz that final volume, it, it's such a bunch. But now I'm I'm dipping my foot back in it. I remember that I still like it, but now I'm just still like ooh this is this is dark. Yeah. It's, it's real dark. But in a way different from Brat Pack, which I started reading. Thanks nice, nice to see you.
2: That's also dark and it's it, you think this is misogynistic,
3: keep Ooh, reading. Oh boy. Daniel, so you have not reread it for us?
0: No. Also, right. I, I wasn't really connecting the Donster. You said Billy Butcher, that's the Simon Pegg character? No, no that's no, we Huey. Me. Huey, okay. Who's the who's Billy Butcher? He's, He's the... the leader
3: of the team, the square jawed black haired guy. I don't remember that.
0: Yeah. Huey, Jack Quaid. And, uh, no, I, I do want to voice my love for Carl Urban, a.k.a. Yes. Dread. Dread. Um, because even though, oddly enough, even though I love Carl Urban, um, he also starred in probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Pathfinder? Pathfinder.
3: Oh.
0: Uh, if you've ever seen a bad movie, check out Pathfinder, guys. And one of the best, Dread. And Dread. Dread. And he was fucking Bones. He's great in Bones. He's great. He was yeah. good in Bones, the soaring, uh, 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 Angel. What's the fuck is that name?
2: David
3: Gorianis. Him.
2: Yeah. Great TV show. Yeah, no, no, I don't no, know. I never watched this. But... <laughs>
3: yeah. Like, sorry sorry Emily Deschanel. <laughs> and he was in uh, Chronicles of Riddick. That's hmm. the cops coming for you. Policia! Referencing Boreanaz. Oh. 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 Reference alert. Reference alert. I don't
2: know. It was just a whacker.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I do have so much... I think, as a memory, I have a lot of fondness for the boys. But I do feel a little bit like... This isn't as good as I remembered. It's a lot harsher, the edges are rougher, and now that I'm, I'm more of a politically, not to sound all gross about it, a little more politically sensitive, I'm like, this is, this is sometimes difficult to, to look at. Like, I feel, I feel like if the professor caught me reading this, she'd be furious. Really? Yeah. It's, I think that from a, from a non-nostalgia point of view, it's pretty objectively, almost unforgivably misogynistic.
2: Are you talking? No, I guess we're speaking about the the characterization of Annie January.
3: Well, that's a huge part. Okay. And and also, um, I mean, to a lesser degree, the what's um, who's butcher fucking? Oh, director Rainier. Exactly. Her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: That's. Yeah. It's
3: it's it's rough. That's uh. That 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 happens in the first issue. Yeah, I can't imagine being a modern woman today and being like these guys are awesome. It's like,
2: I think it makes
3: me sweaty a little bit.
2: I think you're supposed to, like, kind of love to hate and hate to love Butcher. Yeah. I think that's who he is. You're like, oh, wow, holy shit, this guy's fucked up.
3: It, it, it's a comic of extreme extremes. And when it pulls but off re- the but sentimental reading, stuff... But a
2: second time around and knowing what you know about that character... I don't,
3: that's what my point I'm making is that when it gets... Sentimental's the wrong word. When it gets into the real stuff, it hits very well home because... Yeah, about
2: who he is now and yeah, who he Yeah, what was. happened. Yeah, He's a man who like did like a 360 on his personality. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the before and after that thing, which yes. is too much spoilery, but yeah. we'll get there.
3: So I'm looking forward to reading more and also more speculation on Eric creepy thing. Daniel, any other comments on the casting? you can see,
0: Uh, I didn't recognize anyone else. Okay, oh, okay. yeah, I didn't did anyone else. Aaron
3: Moriarty, she's playing Annie January. Huh? Aaron Moriarty of the Miracle Season, the volleyball movie, which I haven't seen yet. I was gonna see it, but I got tired. Nice. She's also the girl okay. from season one of uh, Jessica Jones. I haven't seen Jessica Jones. Oh, that's it's good.
2: All yeah, right, should we move on to our there. talking about that little indie movie? What indie movie? The small indie
3: film?
0: Uh, Blue Ruin, uh, 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 Infinity Blue, Blue, Blue R- War, Blue uh, War, I, Blue War. The Blue I hate War. You know
3: the one starring Chris Evans? Uh, the one about how how he has a little girl. Is that a movie? Yeah. Is, like... is that the movie with the uh, wh- Who's the who's the guy? I think
0: it's Ben Foster. He's in the Debrick. Uh, whatever. I'm not gonna go. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, we should talk about Marvel's Avengers, Infinity Wars, Disney.
3: Well, do you guys want to have a heavy spoiler talk, or do you want to do, just do two talks? It's
2: heavy spoiler talk. Do you want to briefly say, briefly
3: let's, I yeah. figured in that case, let's wrap up the show, and then we'll do a after credits spoiler talk. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let me put that one instead,
0: how about, oh, let's, God. let's talk briefly how we feel about it, and then end the show, and then go to spoilers, kind of like what we did for SR.
3: I said, I just wait and do the whole thing once. Okay, fine, that's cool. That's right. This is our show, son. No, no problem. Yeah. Is, I was suggesting, boy, suggesting.
2: All right, so it'll be bonus content.
3: It'll be bonus. Well, it'll be after the credits.
2: Okay, that's yeah. fine.
3: Just like uh, Samuel L. Jackson.
2: Okay, so you just want to flip and plug?
3: Yeah, let's flip and plug. Okay, so. Oh, um, did you guys watch really quickly? Did you guys watch anything else lately besides *The fit anymore?
2: A little bit more of uh, *Penny Dreadful*. Still, uh, second season is dipping for me a little bit. Uh oh. Um. Which is weird, because they had season one, like, I looked online, and, like, season one was, like, rated lower than two and three. Two's still good, just, I have ran into my second least favorite episode, and it's it was just a slow one, that's all. I mean, quality's still up there, mysteries abound, but, yeah. Um, former guest on the show, Neil Himself, is already done with it really yeah he just blew through it
3: that guy binges
2: yeah he binges real hard and i have to wait for a fucking woman so (laughs)
0: i've always been i've always really wanted speaking of misogyny to have to have the moment and this is one of those things where it's like i can't watch any more hour-long television shows because i just like i i liked penny dreadful what i saw and i should love it i mean essentially it's universal monster stuff done Mm -hmm. by fucking john logan who's a really fucking great writer and i writer of spectre writer of specter the best bond movie yeah uh, i fucking hated that which, movie. i'm some sorry i'm not angry like gabriel but it, it was angry. a very it was very lackluster that's what i would say I, it, doesn't, it doesn't upset
2: me it was a lot of uh bluster
0: it, it, yeah a lot of bluster yeah it's like you're watching money on the screen but you're just like why am I you yeah. this? Yeah. Hey, yeah, why I, is I mean,
3: casino no... royale is like seeing your dad finally get sober and then specter is seeing him get drunk yeah i wouldn't agree with that but
0: uh i'm sorry what are you gonna say anything else uh, not just you know where also inspectors man no
2: i mean about the other thing you're gonna watch
3: you want oh uh,
2: just that i'm enjoying it pen's dreadful it's yeah i, I agree with that. It. it is kind of like getting a little bit more difficult to watch like an hour-long television show because like i watch so many movies and it's just like oh my god why are you fucking dragging things out like we could be done with this in like 40 minutes as opposed to like you know 56 yeah but that's what you gotta do, I guess.
3: Daniel, you watch anything lately?
2: Anyway? Uh, I just rewatched Grand
0: Budapest Hotel last night, which is what made me late because I, and for some reason, at like well past midnight, I was just like, I'm gonna put this on, and I watched the whole thing. Yay! It's Grand Budapest. Uh, sorry to be that person, but I guess I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan. Mm. Like unapologetic, I love that guy. Um, and over the weekend, for some reason, I put on and watched all of no, I think I was like two weeks ago. That's right. Fuck no, like a week ago. I I rewatched The Thin Red Line. Sure. Um, because again, like apparently I'm like a Malik fan as much as anyone could be a Malik fan. Yeah. Um the last couple movies he did, three of them were not very good. But yeah. Other than that, yeah. you know anything about Malik? You know anything about the
2: thin red line? No. Tree of Life? I've heard of it I just from film spotting that they're like, Oh, it's one of the greatest movies ever.
3: I feel what I know of you, Ryan, I feel like you will Hate it. Hate it.
2: Yep. That's like, how I feel with the way they talk about it. Like
3: hate it a lot. Maybe Badlands you'd get into because it's like basically um, a slow moving Bonnie and Clyde.
2: Maybe,
0: but the
3: rest, I think, especially I didn't like Tree of Life, and I think you will positively despise it.
0: Probably, I I would say that like the first two movies, Badlands and and Days of Heaven. Days of Heaven I consider like one of my favorite movies. Tree of Life, it's hard for me to say it's like my one of my favorites, but it's probably one of like the best movies ever made.
3: He's not wrong, but I still hate it.
2: Okay yeah i'll probably hate it so i'm probably not gonna watch it
3: Yeah, i, I, mean, I wouldn't start
2: with tree of life I, I would definitely start with something that just seems like one of those like movie reviewer favorite it's the best ever movies it, i would very
0: say long. movie it's a very it's like a yeah, movie cr- crit. like roger ebert would talk about how it's let's not talk about this too long the roger ebert would talk about how it's like he like like it's one like he saw it and he was like this is one of the finest movies ever made it it, did, it had the ambition of like a 2001, but it does. But uh, Kubrick doesn't have this kind of humanity. I think it was the
3: second last movie he reviewed. Or was it his was last? Was it second last? It might have been his very last. When did he die? How about that?
0: Um, 2011? Oh, no, you know, it was one of his second last ones. Uh, to the Wonder, the oh, next Malick movie. Because, sure? Yeah, in fact, that might even be his final one, but...
3: I know one of his final ones was The Spectacular Now, one of my all-time favorite movies.
2: I still want to watch that. Maybe we'll put that on as a palate cleanser.
3: That'd be a delightful pal- It's kind of punk rock. It's about teenage alcoholism. That's pretty punk rock. Man.
0: Yeah. Anyway, sorry sorry to bring <laughs> up Terrence Malick in your punk rock movie club podcast. Yeah. Well,
3: that's what we had before. I'm not even a Malick fan around here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm, uh, I haven't been seeing anything because I've been busy. For Yay. Some, I, saw, I saw Skinfinity Warts. Skinfinity? What what, um,
0: what? what? What is that? I
3: don't know what that is. Oh, it's it's the porno from Wood Rocket. Nice. Anyway, yeah. high five, Jesus. Coin tossing. Coin tossing.
2: So. Um,
3: Ryan, pitch us. Four, what's your selections oh, so rock. This, is oh, a, rock this, pick. this
2: is a this is a cocks off Cox off so we are either going to be doing uh i don't know the years so that's that's fine I don't even yeah know. uh, no, fine, uh Sid nancy mm. versus repo man so I you believe- can either have your harry dean stanton or you can have your gary oldman
3: those were the first two movies i ever borrowed from you ryan yeah, that's actually true. Mm-hmm. That's
0: interesting. It just not me certain because there's like three movies that could possibly be this Repo Man one. First up, there's the one that Mike Roddy Valentine did, which was Repo the Repo Genetic opera. opera. There's also a more recent Repo Man movie the starring Law. Jude Drude Law and yep. Forrest Whitaker, which, which is, is not basically this. the same
3: movie. Is that a remake? No. We are
2: okay. doing, I think it's 84.
3: Yeah. Okay. It's Emilio uh, Estevez and those. Harry Dean Stanton.
0: All three are completely different movies,
2: right?
3: 100. Well, Repo and Genetic Opera and Repo Men have the same premise, just done completely differently. Okay.
2: Yep. So, heads for Sid Nancy. Sounds good. Tails for Repo. Okay. All right. Hence just in and Nancy. So Nancy, it is. All right. And I'm very Nancy. excited about that. I actually, really was hoping that.
3: Do we have a guest? Maybe we want to front one.
2: Um, I can, I can find one out. Martin. We can search around. See who wants to watch this punk rock fucking thing with us.
3: Well, um, so after that, we do a pal cleanser and or a guest thing. Yep. So it might be a fine time to either bring Daniel back for Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah, Brotherhood the We Brother can do Hunter the Running Wolf. Man with Neil Heimsoff.
2: Yeah, that is a... Ah, oh, it's my.
3: I think um, female trouble is finally coming out, so we can bring in Big Red. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Good, good luck with that.
3: Actually, did you? No, did Ryan you... likes. He has his fondness for Waters. Okay. I. Yeah. I. Um, I, I yeah. I, I do, but I don't. Like, That's kind
0: of
2: where I'm at with it. I'm like, yes, but like, I'm just like. It's like watching someone like in a car wreck. <laughs> it's just like I'm intrigued, but like I'm gonna need to look away. hmm that, that. It's not my favorite thing, but when it happens every now and again, like I'm on to rubberneck.
3: Yeah. Oh boy, Yeah, Female Trouble's so good. I can't do it, yeah. Don yeah. Davenport and those cha-cha Yeah, videos. our Lost
2: episode one it was an interest. I really wish I could fucking dig up
3: that audio. Yeah. God damn it. God damn it, my children. Damn you all to hell.
2: So if one day I can fix it. We'll release it. We'll, we'll release it. <sighs> brother. Maybe brother, I'll search uh, that
3: tonight. So we'll figure it out. Anyway, here's a quick plugging, and then we'll jump into Spoiler Talk for Infinity War. Okay. Daniel. Yes. Guest of Honor.
0: Yes. Bug. Okay. So, you can go and check out Slow Readers, again, the other top comp radio show about books, reading books, failing to read books, and just trying. Milk to chugging. Best to... well, it's a milk chugging, winger chugging binger, right wing confederacy kind of oh um, hard uh, 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 pro-life podcast. <laughs> For some reason
2: I thought of you guys the other day, cause when I was out drinking, somebody, uh, a friend of ours actually like was just being a jerk and called someone a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed like a child.
3: <laughs> I was
2: like, that is the most, like, off-the-wall insult to use against somebody,
0: but uh-huh. it's
3: so funny. Yeah that's, why, yeah, that's why they use it. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we
0: stopped saying that at the start of the show because I, it did really hit me. It's like, I was
3: getting tired of the, being like, no, we're not a right-wing show, I hate you all. Or not, ex- or thinking like, oh, man. What I if really... it's a new listener who thinks it's real?
0: Yeah, or, or, like, that's the first thing you hear without, like, getting any kind of context about what we're like, so... We stopped saying that, um, so yeah, we we had to stop saying milk chugging. Even though uh, Ryan, again, whenever you want to start out your show, uh, milk chuggers. Milk uh, chuggers, just yeah. Let me know you're mm-hmm. the face of milk chuggers. Thank uh, you. But you can check that out. Uh, go check it out. Rate reviewer or just listen to it. I don't care. Uh, I'm Daniel Reichel. All
2: right, right. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tango Like Cash for pictures of cocktails, by cat, random goofabouts. Or you can find me every Friday, Saturday night at the Bookstore Speakeasy, 336 uh, Adams Street, South Bethlehem. Come on in, get a drink. I sling gin and I endorse it.
0: Love it. Also, I'm sorry, that reminds me. I should have said that you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Top Radio. And I just started a an Instagram, a separate Instagram for slow readers. So True. just type up slow readers. I'll publish a lot of stuff about the show. Sorry. True fact. Sorry I forgot about that during my time. Very Not nice.
3: Um, listeners, yeah, check it out Slow Readers. Also, follow me on Instagram at BabyMara5A's. Besides that, we now have merch featuring yeah. Daniel's face. Buy a t-shirt from us. It's cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Pretty we awesome.
3: Have, uh, I'll sell you some tapes if you want to. That's I mean, I have a lot of tapes. Roundhouse kick. Yeah. Ronda Roundhouse Roundabout. Rounder Roundhouse Punch-Out. Ronda Rousey's Roundabouts. Okay. Anyway, so, um, for those who don't want to hear Infinity War spoilers, Bye. Peace have a good one. Like and follow, subscribe, tell a friend, give us a review. And then we'll see you next week. For those of you who aren't cowards, <laughs> spoiler talk in 3. Fart. 2 1 fart. So,
2: everyone dies.
3: Everyone dies. Well, most of everyone. Dies. Everyone but the core Avengers. I thought that was really Rocket.
2: interesting. You leave the core like your OG team mm-hmm. and then a few like random people there smart
3: choice so that way two can focus on putting the team back together like as we Ryan did you listen the slow readers talk that we had about Avengers not yet so we went on at length about it and part of our thought train was uh, how Johansson and Evans must have just shown up read read their line on set said it and then called it a day because they didn't need to be there
2: One of my favorite moments in the movie, though, was when uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision are being attacked, and you Mm -hmm. see, like, the train go by, and that shadowy figure, and it's, like... Good reveal. It's, like... It's Like, I find it the same way that I find, like, in uh, Force Awakens, when Finn and Rey are running, and they're like, that one's a piece of junk. You know what it is. Yeah. But the reveal, like, gives you, like, a nerd on.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, Ryan, how did you feel about Infinity War?
2: Uh, Uh... I'm the target demographic for this. Mm-hmm. So, and again, as I said previously in the episode, I'm not looking at a technical aspect. I'm viewing this purely as a fan. I think it is my favorite of the the Marvel movies. Mm. Um, and I'll explain why because I love like the giant team ups. Um, do I don't know if you guys remember this. Back in like mid '90s, these movies probably came out in the '80s, but they used to have like the H- Hanna Barbera. Movies where all the Hanna-Barbera oh, yeah. characters used to be in them. I and those were always my favorite ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so this is very much like that, where you get all your, like, funny cartoonish characters together and, like, to do a thing. And...
3: I want a Snagglepuss movie.
2: Yeah. Okay. Sna- great. Snagglepuss and Iron Man together.
3: Yes! Uh, Wasn't uh, the whole loose uh, he was gay? Was that the joke?
2: Yeah, because he's pink and he kind of talks like this.
3: Uh, my name's Snagglepuss. Yeah. I'm drinking a Cosmopolitan.
2: Anyway, um, yes, characters do not get enough time. I.e., Captain America has like maybe a total of like ten lines. Yeah, I think probably it's probably fine. like the same amount of lines that Ryan Gosling has in that in awful movie that you brought only God into. forgives. Only God forgives
0: yeah. the main character. Yeah, except I think Captain America had more lines. Ha ha ha. Good like
3: movie. Know. He gets a laugh or two. Uh,
0: I, I, uh now being Gabriel. Oh, I've said this like since like immediately after saying it. It's like any any problem or nitpicky thing you can say about it you have to say with an asterisk because you know why there is that problem with it yeah Yeah.
3: there was not going to be a better version than this i have but i think like uh, uh, when i'm when i'm not putting on my nitpicking hat this is a really great movie. They fucking pull it off. It's, they yeah, absolutely they do. do. It. But if I want to be a jerk and I often do, I'll be like, "Well, this, 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 this." But I can't, I can't come at it at that point that I do it normally as like a film critic, where what would I would what would I do differently? Just, there's nothing. I I just did, that they did the absolute best they could, and I think they nail it for what it is. They yeah. could not have made a better version of this movie. Oh,
2: I thought tonally they did a good job of handling like tonal shifts i read mm-hmm. a couple of reviews where people were saying like that it was like like not the, the enjoyable was, okay. i don't, I, no, I don't yeah i i per, personally found it like enjoyable how you can go from humor to heartbreak yeah in five minutes and i didn't feel like it was like a drastic tonal shift it felt like in those five minutes it transitioned appropriately mm. It's just I, me.
0: I've All heard, the
3: laugh scenes that were wonderful.
2: Yeah, I, I, I,
0: didn't, I didn't hear that much about this one, but I, I heard that a lot from like like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where like people were complaining how like there would be like something poignant and then like it would be and then follow up with like something like, like a laugh mm-hmm. and how like every scene was like that pretty much. Anytime you yeah. had something serious, something funny, most of the time except for the end. But um, it's, it's, it's a
3: common trick that, you know, it's once, you, once you're once you watching for it, it yeah. becomes unenjoyable. I'm not I don't know why you want to ruin that for yourself. Because yeah. it's better comedy writing than The Big Bang Theory. <laughs>
0: I love yeah. The Big Bang Ugh. Theory. The, you have on. a bazanga tattoo on your penis. Oh my Get god! Out. I've seen it.
2: Fucking <laughs> Sheldon.
0: Young Sheldon. Uh, I actually uh, said sorry, on this show that legalized. I hope Young
2: Sheldon gets like some like incurable disease. Mm,
0: the actor? The actor or the uh, character? Both. Welcome. What, what if the rest of the of the actual show, like the next eight seasons of Young Sheldon, is just him? Suffering with like some form of like leukemia or something, and it just his health bouncing back and forth, and the family dealing with like the the bills and the anxiety and the pressure of not knowing what's gonna happen and should they try or shouldn't they try?
2: As long as as long as like the last episode is like like young Sheldon at like age thirteen, just as be, he's become pubescent and like starting to be interested in women, and like he's just slowly withering away to like a husk of what he once was. And then the last shot is his mother tearfully, literally pulling the plug out, and then credits.
0: Would make continuity errors. Just realize that. Yeah. Does it I, matter? Yeah, that's that's how I wanted to. <laughs> just end, this like that, is that that, yeah. his mother. His mother doing
2: that is literally like the finger yeah. snap from Avengers. Okay. That's okay. how I'm tying that all together.
0: Uh, speaking of tragedy uh i wasn't really feeling like we were in we me and gabriel saw this on a friday you think you saw it the night before right like, i thursday saw it on night?
2: thursday i saw the at the first showing they had available at seven o'clock
0: yes. so so we saw it in a room full of people who absolutely loved these movies right Same. Mm-hmm. um and like i you can hear people like reacting to
2: everything around
0: mm-hmm. people like, were sobbing
3: at the end of the yeah, movie yeah people were fucking sobbing Oh, i made, I made, I made a, a wager did michelle monaghan cry
2: uh yeah she teared up
3: all right okay
2: now i wouldn't say like openly like wept but like i think she and i had like welled up tears for different reasons like i i welled up at that scene i talked about the train going by and like him catching i was like god damn god America.
3: He's, he's nomad mad he's protecting now. his friends there's some, there's some,
0: <laughs> they never called him no right no okay mm-hmm. There's some really...
3: spray-painted the white star on his chest. <laughs> There's some really awesome, like,
0: like, like big, like, crowd-cheery kind of fun stuff, like when Thor shows up at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to say it right now, if, like, the whole movie was nothing but Guardians of the Galaxy meet everybody, like, that it would be worth seeing the movie alone. Yeah. And I would, yeah. I would really like the movie just for that.
3: Like, all the Pratt but... interactions, magically hilarious. and who... Especially hilarious.
0: Who would have thought, like, if you put Pratt and Chris Hemsworth together, that, like, those two would be, like, the most amazing kind yeah, of, like...
3: great, bizarrely great team-up. Yeah.
0: A lot like apparently like Strange and Tony Stark. I wonder how and...
3: much of it was improvised because like that might be like my favorite scene. Oh,
0: if God again like if like the next Thor movie or Cap or Guardians of the Galaxy movie like starred the other person or whatever, like if the movie was nothing but those two like improvising with each other, that would make such a good fucking movie. Is so there a
3: know? Thor four coming out?
2: Uh, I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think that's. I think his contract. I, I yes. think he's like. He's, he's I, th- I think he's up. I think they're all What's like your original the, team is up. That kind full.
3: of honestly makes me a little bit sad because they they definitely alien three him. That after all the wonderful stuff that happens in Ragnarok, after all Tyco T hard work, they they, like oh never mind it's they're all just dead. I, I sincerely. Or it's yeah. like what happened to Keith Giffen's uh, Justice League. They took all the fun, wonderful hair, like characters and just to. Make you unhappy? Kill him.
0: Uh, out of all the still worked. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment in terms of dead and who's not dead. um But like, I, I'll, also was i'll, I'll be,
3: eye. i wish you stayed one eye.
0: I'll be so. I'll be so. yeah That's another thing. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. <sighs> but um, I'm. I'm not a huge. I, I really hope they don't kill him off in the second one because I. They really just hit their stride with Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor, like Ra- Thor Ragnarok, is pretty great. Ragnarok. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then this one, he's great. Like the best part of the movie was I'm and... sitting next
3: to Daniel, and then he <laughs> sees the giant, and he recognize. I, I recognize it right away. There's a and moment. Daniel sees the face. I watch him like shake. Like, wait, is that? And then when it's revealed to be Dinklage, Daniel like lights up the entire theater. Yeah,
0: it was like it was like seeing Blade Runner 2049, and then seeing that Carla Jury is in that. Mm. Where I remember like I nudge you, and you're like what. All right, whatever. <gasps> oh my God! Yeah, Coltrane, Coltrane, and that was me with Peter Dinklage in this movie. Yes. and nothing was nothing made me happier than Peter Dinklage in this fucking movie. That was so cool, Ryan.
2: The one that made me really happy was, and I've been saying this for years, and I'm so happy to have like my like actual payoff from it is Red Skull.
3: I said that on Slow Readers that you were like you called it. Did you yeah. call it?
2: I, I've been saying for years. I was like, "That's not an on-screen death," in, like the end of Captain America. That okay. is just him like disappearing. I would not register that as a death. And not a death. and
3: apparently not Hugo call. Weaving. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was I was curious about that. Get I was like, me, yeah. I was like, it doesn't sound like Hugo Weaving. I was like, there's like a couple like vocal ticks where I'm like, hey, it could be, but I'm not really sure. I, and I then was, it's uh, not. That's confirmed.
0: Yeah, I, I was completely confused. I didn't know that 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 was not Hugo Weaving. That I looked up afterwards after. We talk about how you're excited that Hugo Weaving's back, then look at her after it's all like, Oh, that's not him apparently. Because hmm. uh, Hugo Weaving apparently hates all of his big uh, blood yeah. history stuff. He, he hates likes the Matrix? It's fine. And, and Lord of the, the Rings? Rings. What about the no I think it's still likes the Matrix he but hates,
2: he hates Priscilla Former. Queen of the desert. Yeah, because
3: you Priscilla Queen in the desert, he's wonderful. I frequently think about that line where he's like, I do other stuff. I, I, I do Gary Glitter and I'm like, he's so vulnerable. I'm
2: gonna man. save that for a punk rock pack.
3: That's such a good fucking movie. If you're doing that, I'd like to do a double feature of Hedwig. Okay. Because Hedwig is so good.
2: Um, yeah, I did, I actually thought in this movie that they, uh, like, the rampant fan theory was either Cap or Iron Man's gonna die. No,
3: nope, they And they kind of, they
2: kind of tease it with, like, you know, Iron Man getting stabbed and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, he's out. And then, like, Strange being like, nah, you can have the stone if he can live. And it then was you're
3: like, the yes. only way. Like. And then,
2: yeah, and then, like, after that I was like, okay, so everything's good, he's just got that. And I'm like, you know, if he snaps his fingers, yeah. like, half of humanity's gonna die. And you think, like, humanity, you don't think your heroes are part of that. And then you see like people start disappearing. The
3: Bucky reveal was like super effective. Yeah,
2: I was like, okay, okay, you can get rid of Bucky, that's fine. Like, uh, like he's fine. And then when you see like Black Panther going, I'm like, oh no, they didn't. And then you but see, they Bu- didn't. and then uh, I, I know. And then you'd didn't. like switch and like Peter Quill's going out, and you're like, what the? And then Spider Man, and like he had the most I think emotionally resonant line, like going out, like I don't want to go, I don't want to go. So I'm, 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 I'm sorry, Tony. And he just like fades, and then you see. And just, then Doctor Strange just goes. What's he, he goes like, it was the only way. Yeah.
0: Weak,
3: I read this wonderful fan theory why um, why Peter has that scene out of everyone. It's because he now has spider sense. So he's sensing, unlike everyone else, that he's dying. Okay. Isn't that like, real sad?
2: Yeah. But you're right with that uh, wink because what is uh, Doctor Strange's line? Is I like I would sacrifice you and the kid to protect that stone. Yes. And he sacrifices the stone to protect <laughs> Tony,
3: Ryan, uh, you are in a safe space, cause you are with film douchebags. You what fucking what were your nitpicks?
2: Nitpicks? Um, I, like I, I Daniel,
3: just I put like we, we put our arms elbows on the table like we're doing a job interview.
2: You can't give every character the amount of lines that they deserve, but giving other characters more lines than characters that are equally important, in my mind, is an odd choice. Or technically more... Like, if you had said
0: that... Um, if you had told me, like a, like, a few months ago, like, Captain America, Black Widow, Black Panther... Uh, yeah, your actual like they, Avengers
2: team gets less speaking lines than people they, who are, like,
0: not avengers Yeah, yeah they, they barely talk, and I, I keep joking, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson didn't have to act. Yeah, um, no. like They literally just state their lines. She didn't but, have to dye her hair. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Gabriel's fan theory that... Because I might joke is that like she saw the script, she's like, "Oh, I don't have to act in this one." And Gabriel's like, "Oh, I don't have to dye my hair for this one. It's not worth it." Okay, good. Yeah. Um. But like, uh, yeah, they hardly do anything. But like, Doctor Strange is like one of the most prominent characters in this. I'm not yeah, a complaint. Post vocal. Yeah. But you know, but I, like, I like want,
3: Benny, Benny, Dick's, Cumberland's. It, it it makes sense, you know. It's yeah, like, I'll, yeah. Like you know, everyone complained that Doctor Strange is just Iron Man with magic, and yep. you you climb up on that by making it. Be the two of them butting heads the whole of this. Like I do like Doctor Strange
2: calling him a douchebag a in the first like twenty minutes. Of the I part. like
3: yeah. this movie a lot, like a lot. You know a what? Lot.
2: Quite honestly, it's it's the editing that
3: just. It, does it. <laughs> you <laughs> know, I was say uh, I I think I elbowed Daniel. Like this movie has good editing.
0: That's ga- that's that's Gabriel over here, Mr. Editor.
2: Yeah,
1: don't touch
0: me. Ryan, is that the only nitpick that you really have about this, or? Uh
2: I uh, I honestly enjoy the dark side, Ryan. On, I, I really liked it. I... I'm I'm the target demographic for this. This is what like I've been waiting ten years to see. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember like the the first time I saw Avenger or um, Iron Man was the month that came out May of two thousand eight, and it was like um, a couple weeks before I graduated high school. So I was at the drive in theater with all my friends, and I was like I heard there's going to be something like after the credits that'd be really cool. <laughs> and I remember like standing on the like hood of my like Mustang because all my friends were trying to distract me because they thought it was funny, and then they were like i to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Holy shit. And the all right, my friends are like, what the, fuck? Hard. what the fuck are you talking about? And now ten years later, like, some of these same people are like, yeah, Avengers. I'm like, you know, fuck you, dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was here before you.
2: Yeah, this is my turn.
3: I, I, I tell
0: you what, um, like, the day after, or maybe it was in the same day that we saw this, uh, the Avengers was on TV. Yeah, and I just watched see, man, it I I just of, watched last yeah, night. Yeah, I kind of watched a little bit. And I'm like, this movie looks so quaint in comparison. Like... Those Captain, Russo brothers. Yeah, Captain America. His like it's really it's the most comic booky. I think of like most of like the, the, the especially the earlier movies. I think so. It, like Captain America's colors were so vividly like bright and colorful, which is cool yeah. again because like that was the neat thing about that movie mm-hmm. where like they looked like the ca- the characters. I'm like like I, like, I, I
3: think that's that's the problem problem slash solution to the movie is that you can't really shit on it too much even if you do have problems because there's still a whole other movie coming through and I think what's really neat is that. You kill off all the side characters and we can complain about them not having any screen time Mm -hmm. because now movie two is going to be all about the original lineup for full focus back on them kicking all the ass and then bringing all the characters back
0: and also most likely to you,
3: you can't kill a character as a sequel. It yeah. just doesn't work. That's a uh, someone
0: said
2: that. I was hoping so, that like certain characters will stay dead so that there is an emotional resonance. I, like I, I want Gamora to stay dead. Yes,
0: I want. I want her to say. Gabriel I, thinks
3: that she's, she's a not. The case.
2: I. I don't think she is either, but I think she should.
3: Uh, I, I think yeah. the smarter move would have been to kill all the beloved side characters who might not come back. Valkyrie. You kill Shuri. You kill um, uh, You kill Bucky. You kill uh, who? You kill Don Cheadle. Yeah. Like, I think any any character who potentially could stay dead forever you kill mantis anyone who might be dead forever you kill that um
0: yeah in terms of my emotional investment about what was going on during the climax that people are like openly weeping about right mm-hmm. is that like you, okay he snaps his fingers and I was like I was like oh cool and then um and then you see uh, 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 Bucky like turn to ash and when that happens hey, Steve? I just went
2: what oh yeah, wow. it makes you it makes yeah. you like stiffen up and pay it, attention but that was my
0: reaction. Second per, I, and I don't, I feel like this was the right, I'm not too sure, but the second person who turns to Ash was Black Panther. When Black Panther turns to Ash, I was like, oh, that's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, like
3: yeah. everyone else was
0: dying, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah everyone's like, gonna." Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: people like crying in the theater, and I'm like, yeah, here, I just want like you know, there's going to right? like, like, you know there's gonna be a Guardians 3, right? Like,
0: yeah, Peter it, Quill's it, not staying dead. Yeah,
3: he's not dead. There's a Spider Man too. they sent an announcement about it. Yeah. Unless like, if they're pulling the greatest Bane switch of all time, and it's Miles Morales. <laughs> That, or, and they're doing a Guardians
0: to the Galaxy. If they were to
2: awesome. keep all of those people dead, like, Honestly, that would be the that would be, a fucking be the coolest gamble.
3: fucking thing in the world they'd ever done. That yeah. would be like that, they would break all the rules of Hollywood. I would love it. Like I would be, be so fucking happy.
0: The only reason we're certain that's not going to be the case is just because of like the back room. Like it's like no, Chris Evans, uh, Downey Jr., and I'm sure Scarlett Johansson. Like I'm sure they're just like like I did enough. We did a lot of these movies. It's time to step away. That's the only reason we're certain of that. The fact that Tom Holland, the the boy Spider-Man, he's so young and he just started. The fact that he's getting killed off in like the third movie that he's in without there being no Spider-Man two. Yeah. You're just like, that's not going to happen.
3: I wonder if they had like a meeting where they were like, okay, either we kill randos or we kill all the original Avengers, because I think that could have been just as well been an like a like a ballbuster of an ending where like Cap. Iron Man, all them dead, and becomes all about Spider Man and Doctor Strange having to saved the day. Yeah, th- that but does, um, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, it doesn't really like. It's fine. This is mm-hmm. like I'm not upset at all. I they yeah. they definitely played me like a fiddle in the sense that I'm I'm anxious, like th- frothingly anxious for the next one now. Same. Like yeah. I'm like I have never been more like excited to see the sequel.
0: And and, and it, yeah, like that's a. I feel like that's a weird nitpicky thing where it's like you can see the trick behind, the, like the big twist at the end, mm-hmm. where like I and it it had me for a moment and then immediately lost me once they killed a black man. I'm like they're not fucking killing a yeah, black Bear. Come
2: Yeah, come on, get it. So like, you just made a billion dollars off this character and you're gonna kill him.
0: Uh, yeah. It is it is one of the it is like right behind I think like Star Wars uh, Force Awakens in terms of the grossing movies of all time.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it had the highest uh, opening weekend. It beat it. So. It's
3: ever. It's
0: the second... Wait, was it? Yeah, it's like the second highest grossing film in the United States right now after Star Wars. And yeah. So I thought,
3: no, I thought if, it overtook it, it, had, it. No, it has the highest grossing opening weekend ever. Ever? Ever. Yeah, no, if, I think if this the, one now has. No,
2: no maybe yeah. this one, yeah. yeah. Okay. It overtook uh, Force Awakens by like five million bucks. Something like that, yeah. Like, just barely, but, but
0: still. Uh, but yeah, like, like Gabriel... Um, It's like, that's a weird nitpicky thing because, like, this movie is as good as it is. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. it's hitting a bottleneck, though, where there was always an escalation with all these Avengers films, even with Age of Ultron, where it was always going to be, like, a bigger, more complex complex movie. Mm -hmm. And, like, here, I think it's really hitting that moment where it's, like, you can't get bigger or more. Even the fact that this is a two-parter, like, you know.
3: I think that is a smart thing, is that it forced them to make the second one smaller. Mm -hmm. And they did it by escalating the stakes sky high. So now it's up to our original team who gets much more screen time to save the day, Mm -hmm. which was very, very shrewd of them. So I I dig it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very smart,
0: but I want to say like at the same time, like it is hitting this bottleneck where I, I'm so curious to see where they're going to go like after the second movie, whatever it is, like, because obviously like it seems like they're going to kill off like the old Vanguard and they're going to focus on like his newer characters. But like, like Maybe what do you they go trade
3: for places.
0: Maybe like what do you what do you do for like the next is there gonna be another Avengers movie or it's just gonna go completely different direction. I, I think thought they were gonna send
3: Cap go. back to the past so he gets to be with uh, Peggy. Peggy. Except he totally already made out of her niece. So that would mm, be, weird.
2: That'd be awkward. Very be weird.
0: weird. Yeah. That's really a, a very good point. I
2: think um, time travels in play here for the next one, but Yeah. Um let's
3: wrap this up for the last thing. Um Captain Marvel thoughts.
2: Um sure. Like like I didn't I didn't need a post credits on this movie and mm-hmm. this one was just we were, kind of we
3: were hope we were pr- Daniel and I were holding hands praying holding, there'd be no post credits holding like, hands yeah. swapping spit yeah, yeah uh, as you do I was gently I mean, this, rubbing my lips across this, trust
2: this side was kind of generally useless because we already know a Captain Marvel movie's in the pipe yeah so like just having like a '90s pager with him paging and like have. Sam Jackson almost say motherfucker as he fades away. Like it's, Funny. it's useless to me. It, it wasn't a, yeah. It, like I actually, I said this to Gabriel
0: literally as the credits were rolling where I, because like people are sitting around and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, end credits was right. Mm-hmm. And then I said to Gabriel, yeah, well, I said, what if there is no end credits? And I was like, that'd be great. Imagine? What's the
2: last thing you see before the, the credits start? Is it just Tony? It's, it's,
0: like no, it's a Thanos watching the sun, the sun. That's the last one. Which okay. Was, yeah. uh, which was a great, I love that ending. It's great. Yeah,
3: It, it makes the movie's story arc his, Yeah, which is fucking cool.
0: He he goes on a hero's journey. It, yeah, it's it's pretty. Crazy. I'm
2: I'm really upset that there was a post credit. So yeah, yeah, it, it would have been better without. Like
3: it. I, I, remember, I do remember feeling that at post credits I'm like oh that's actually really underwhelming. Was, I think their post credits of the past it, like three
2: or four years have been underwhelming.
3: It it builds hype for someone who wouldn't care about Captain Marvel to now be like oh Captain Marvel has to come in, and I I really I wonder if they're gonna do some Kamala Khan shit because she's so much more popular than Carol Danvers at this point. So maybe that's my guess why she takes place in the '90s. There's gonna be a modern-day Ms. Marvel of Kamala Khan.
0: Maybe cool. we'll see. So how excited yeah. is everyone to see Ant-Man
2: and the Wasp? I am. Uh, the new trailer
0: just popped dying. today, apparently. Sure. So was yeah, it?
3: Yeah. Um, I like Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, sure, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even even my son. Michael it, Pena.
0: I, I like Ant-Man the movie enough when I saw it it was just kind of forgettable yeah Yeah, it was I, and I,
3: I insulted Danny by saying that I like Ant-Man more than Baby Driver he didn't insult me I, no. I'm not
0: emotionally invested You're, in Ant-Man
3: is your favorite character in, I know that for in, a fact Gabriel thinks
0: that we share his emotional investment with um, what's his fuck what's his nuts Edgar Wright I share it he does what okay well it hurt his feelings Go on, say it. Say no, it he down.
3: also, he, he dislikes Baby Driver more than I do. You do? Uh-huh. Why don't you guys like, like Baby Driver? It's a good it, enough movie. I don't think it's that good.
2: It's, I was ex- I think it's, complete, I was it's extremely disappointed
3: all of the character writing of this, I, I'm like, oh, I see what Simon Pegg brings to this team now. A mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. little bit of Star Trek Beyond. I don't give a shit about any of those characters. And really, if, if you're going to put me in a contrived situation where Jamie Foxx has to put the girlfriend in danger, and also there was no need for the old black guy, fucking useless. Yeah, uh, the whole movie's like... Do you know you streamline that by making it that that his guardian is Kevin Spacey? So that way we have a connect, direct connection to why I care about this character. It, it's Instead badly of a, structured.
2: A deaf old guy?
3: Yeah, it doesn't matter. None of it matters. And then obviously, and also the, the, the mixing was wrong? Is that... Is why would I care about... The uh, music wasn't... If, was if, it if, if the, the final drop of Queen coming in, why am I hearing it poorly out of John Hammond's speakers? That's supposed to be the moment where I go, oh, shit. That, and, like, we're already used to having, like... Best sequence is the opening one? Yeah. Fail? Um,
2: If you're going to make a a movie about, like, a getaway driver, have more getaway scenes and less of this, like, contrived relationship bullshit in between. And also, people are, like, wetting at the lips for an awesome soundtrack after Guardians 1 and 2. Don't give us, like, your personal mixtape of, like... Too esoteric. Yeah, it wasn't, like... Yeah, it was... It was not a good soundtrack, especially for a movie that's supposed to be fueled by music.
3: There weren't too many enough moments, and I feel that really, like at the end of the day, baby's wrong, that he fucks up, and yep. I, I, I want him to do his job right. I don't want baby to succeed. I want him to fail because he fucked up.
2: Yes. See, even the window agrees. It was like yeah, I'm like, what? oh my yeah.
3: god, I thought vampires would be asked to be let in. No, Anyways, Anyways, that was yeah. fun. Um, yeah. Daniel, thanks for being on the show as always. Piece of shit.
2: Hey. Have fun editing this one, now. No, oh,
3: dear. I'm Eat not a dick. Into. Yeah, the last
0: episode of. I'm S- teaching you to S- edit. Hours. I'm so busy.
3: That's fine. Okay. Yeah.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.
0: This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasting content, go to topcountradio.com.